right, let's see what we're going to bring. Sat up on the stand, told a lie straight to the honor. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. All the shit that I have done, I cannot believe in karma. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. Young enough to fuck your sister, young enough to fuck your auntie. I ain't messing with your granny, I just drugged the items in Two Chains. Shout out to my dog, Two Chains. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locker Room Banter Podcast Show. Well, the ladies are always welcome. They most certainly are. We are on episode 52. Yes, sir. Woo, we moving, y'all. We are making strides in this podcast thing. Trying to do what we do. That part, that part. So, yeah, we always say it's been a while since you heard from us, but it feels like it's been a while since you heard from us, you know? It has been, it has been. Maybe because the holidays are moving by kind of fast, you know what I mean? But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Is we here, yeah. And like we said, man, we trying to be more consistent. We trying to be on a bi-weekly thing. Shit, we, you know, we get enough episodes, enough sponsors, enough, you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll try to do this shit on a weekly basis. You oh, know big what I mean? Be consistent yeah. if we could. You know what I mean? As we can. Let me put it that way. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, right now we're still in quarantine. We're finalizing the year. Are we're, we? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. Well, we're Are in Atlanta. We? There's no such thing as quarantine in Atlanta. Are we? Except for the the working folks to get quarantine work. But <sighs> as far as the year, we are in the fourth quarter. Of this quarantine, and if you know anything about Atlanta, the fourth quarter never goes well for us. So <laughs> let's pray we finalize this up. year. That's fucked up. <laughs> let's pray we finish this year strong, and you know, no COVID. My knock on wood. So knock on wood. Knock yes, on wood. man, man, man. But anyway, yeah. What's been up, big dog? Ain't nothing been up for me, man. Same old, same old. Sitting my ass in this house, <laughs> doing the work, doing stuff around the crib. That's okay. really all I've been up to. Um, of course, you know, we did have the holiday season. I did drive home down to Florida for about a week. Okay, worked remotely from a week, came back up here. But you know, I really I stayed to myself for the most part. When I did go down to Florida, stayed to myself and stayed to the family for the yeah. most part. You know, I didn't want to. You know, as much as everybody wanted to go home, when we go home, they want to be out in the streets because, you yeah. know, especially that Wednesday before Thanksgiving, that's when everybody that's <laughs> from out of town come back in town and try to link up. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, man, this is kind of awkward, bro, but I don't even, even yeah. want to do it. People yeah. kept hitting me up, texting me, like, where you at? Where you at? Yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, I don't even want to do it right now, man. Man, I feel you all too well. I, I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in a while. Um, This Thanksgiving, actually, I was, um, I stayed here. Okay. Uh, the wife, she went to Florida to see her parents because it's her Tally. mother. Oh, uh, yeah, to Tallahassee. Her mother's birthday is the day before Thanksgiving. No, oh, yeah. it's the twenty third. So either way it goes. It's yeah, it's, it's Thanksgiving <laughs> week. So uh, I couldn't get off work. Um, so therefore, I let her just go ahead and take the kids down. So I slept. I got a little bit of workout in, and I worked. That's all I did. So I quarantined outside of um, the essential things. Yeah, outside of the essentials, which is like work. I actually got a couple home workouts in. So yeah. anyway, yeah, I laid low. But Christmas time is different. I'll actually shoot down to Florida like you did. Uh, for Christmas, you probably end up staying here, don't you? I don't know, man. I, I'm just kind of debating about that too. You know, with everything working remotely and all that stuff, yeah. I can do it. I won't do it, but I'm like, what's the point? Because all I want to do is just sit at the crib I mean, all day. I mean, yeah, I could be around my parents, yeah, but yeah. After like two, everybody knows when you go home. After like two, three days about being around your parents, you be like, that's fuck, it. I get the fuck up out that's here. That's it. That's it. I know that all too well. I say the same thing. The only thing that saves me is uh, because my brothers are there, and I don't see my brothers right. enough, so I get a chance to you know be with mom, dad, and when my brothers link up. 
you know, with Nay, my thing with Nay is we'll go, you know, hit the gym or something for a day. That'll be our little, you know, time together. I guess Nate, see, Nay ass ain't quarantined enough for me. So I can't nah, even I fuck know, with Nay. I, I know. Out here, bro. Hey, I shout out to my little brother <laughs> Nay, but but Big that Nay is out here, bro. That Big nigga Nay. Nay is out here. You don't even if someone said COVID, you're gonna be like, what's that? Because you <laughs> man, be fuck out that here, shit, bro. Fuck you that. Know? You know Nay with all that blinking, man. Fuck that, man. Golly, so I don't know, man. So yeah, I try to hit the gym with him. That's about it. Uh, Hoove, he on the same page as me now with the family life. So he he's home by Shout out to Hoove. My dog had a whole family in a year. Whole family in like two <laughs> minutes. Yeah. But he um I'm happy for my dog, man. My dog oh, yeah. seems happy right oh, now. Oh yeah, he's definitely living Fake the best ass life. Fake ass Lamar looking ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah, that nigga braids long as hell now. Fake ass old dog. <laughs> no, nah, but he uh he on the on the lay low tip. So I know I'll see him for a brief minute, but he's also very very strict about the uh, the quarantine and so because you know he still has a new one. You know yeah, she's only about eight months old or so and yeah. first child. You know how well you've heard about how the first child know. goes. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know, but you've heard about the first child. Everyone yeah. you know takes extra precaution. And, you know. Just making sure you keep keep him or her safe, but um, that's it, man. Uh, yeah, man. Well, shit. Like I said, though, man. For the most part, even though you know your family wasn't with you and stuff, how was the family's holidays? You know, when they took Aiden and the stuff to Florida, they took all up. The, she took the whole family. Yeah, she took uh, she took Aiden and Ava down okay. there. So it was Lauren. They bring your plate back. No plate. She she actually <laughs> didn't go anywhere because um, her grandmother was sick uh, uh, on her father's side. Uh, so she really just stayed in the house with her mother, which I thought was cool. That's good. And, that's and good, um, man. she did go see uh, you know, her one of her best friends. I think Brandy. You know Brandy from she was in the wedding. Okay. Uh, Brandy and uh, I, I think Alexis. Brandy. You probably don't remember I don't, none, I don't know none of Monique friends. That was a blur for you, I'm sure. I know. <laughs> I don't know none of Monique friends. <laughs> you was just there for the drinks, Watts. We was know. I? I didn't even drink that much that way. Not that much. No, none of, of us did. I mean, the yeah. shit went by so fucking fast. Not at, not at your wedding. Nah, if you want to talk about Mexico, Cancun, the, oh, shit, carrying that way. That's the one I've heard about. God, <laughs> heard too many things about that. That one, I would say it was a blur, but it wasn't a blur. <laughs> I heard about that. My dog did numbers out there. I don't know what you're talking about. My dog did numbers. We're going to leave it at that. Always a groomsman, never a groom. That part, yeah. <laughs> if you say so, but yeah, nah. They they um they rocked out. They enjoyed it. Um, she came back a couple of days early because um she was getting overwhelmed with the kids and was ready to throw them back on me. So mm-hmm. I slept. That's what I did. Anytime my eyes started batting, I did mm-hmm. not hide. It. I did not run from it because I hadn't slept in so long. I took advantage of that week and I just slept. I took a nap, which is something I don't take anymore. Yeah. So yeah. The only thing I really did do, I did get up with my stepbrother on one time when I went down. To the crib, but dog, he he liked to be out. He liked to be in the streets and stuff like that. So we did go out to a restaurant downtown, and then we started walking the streets. And you know, he likes to be out and about. Okay, and going inside, my anxiety started triggering. Yeah, I was like, it's a real thing. <laughs> as much as I want to, bro, I don't see none of these motherfuckers out here with no mask yeah. and stuff. I did link up with my homie Beezy and did link up with Corey. We went over to a bar and had a drink. We all had our masks on. We had our yeah, hand yeah. sanitizer. We was gloved up and all that stuff. So we was. We was taking safety precautions, yeah. but all these other niggas in Orlando, so, man, so they, Orlando was Orlando was worse than Atlanta. I, I was just gonna ask you. I was gonna tell you because I know what you talk about. I was gonna say when you went out, tell me you did not feel like you were the outcast for wearing yeah, bro. the mask and whatnot. Atlanta is worse. Orlando is just about <clears throat> as bad as Atlanta. It probably just ain't oh, yeah. as much as many people out, but man. they out here. They out there. When I tell they you, I, um, in the peak of it, I can't remember what month it was. It was early. It was early in the year, but not early in the year. So it's probably like May, June, something like that. I went. I was in Orlando with everybody. And I um and I met a homie out there for uh just for a drink downtown. And when I tell you when I had my mask on, motherfuckers was looking at me like I was crazy. I seen people yeah. walking a dog without it. I get it, you're outside. But once I got inside the little uh bar, yeah. nobody from the bartender to the waitress that came and served me, nobody had a mask or nothing. I mean, 
And I'm looking like, why do I feel like I'm the outcast for having it all? I mean, that's and that's the problem that we're in right now. Yeah. Obviously, and that's why we're up. number one and two in states, Georgia <laughs> and Florida. And yeah. And then as you see, you know, as we're moving into the winter, fall seasons and all this stuff, you know, the cases are going up, spiking yeah. again. And I mean, we not country, surprised. The country going back on shutdown. We're not surprised. And that, that was something I did want to ask. Like, do you think we're going to uh, recycle 20 and go right into 21 with the same, you know, quarantine and shit? I, well, I think that, I mean, shit, we ain't quarantining. Georgia's mm-hmm. wide the fuck open. Georgia Facts. Facts. Uh, and maybe Florida. I don't know. But I think not Florida too. Some huh? parts of Florida, I think they are like pulling back a little bit, but. Yeah, we wide open. Georgia ain't shutting back down. As long as we got uh, whoever do, we got as uh, my governor Kemp as Kemp, our governor, yeah. and DeSantis down in Florida, well, they ain't shutting down, man. Yeah. They ain't shutting down. But let's talk about how New York they they back in quarantine. Oh, big time. Yeah, uh, Cali they back in quarantine. Well, New York mm-hmm. always been in quarantine. Because they're the hub. Traveling, shit. If you were traveling from certain states, you had to travel. For, uh, um, had a quarantine for fourteen, 14 days. days. Yeah, from from New California, York. they back in shutdown. They Damn. they've been a shutdown. Um, I don't know if it's a quarantine phase, but they shutting businesses back down gotcha. and all that stuff. But yeah, man, and yeah. Uh, apparently Houston is wide as open just like us. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to get their money back up, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody's seeing. How you know economy went down, obviously because of everything going on. But it also wakes you up to saying, "Hey, man, we ain't nothing but a damn dollar. Nobody care about our lives right now. They just that's want to." Any company that's still trying to exist is just to make a buck. Like, hey, get your ass back to work. Look at my company. That's a I'm fact. at work, front line. You know what I mean. No fucking essential checks coming my way, but I'm out there. Shit. That's a fact, man. I mean, I know there was a lot of talks and stuff, you know, with the elections and stuff wrapping up, you know, talking about um, are we going to be getting another stimulus check and all that stuff? You think that's going to happen? Man, I, I forgot what a stimulus check was. Shit. <laughs> I um, I don't. I think they're going to find some excuse to say, okay, uh, they're going to blame Trump for all the money and they're going to find some way to say we're in debt even more now and they can't afford to do it. Um, just like they cut the unemployment and all the states, they said the state has to pay for unemployment if they're going to continue to give unemployment. Every state starts saying how they're they're short, they're short, we don't have, we don't have. I'm like, so what the fuck are we paying taxes for if you don't have money to do something like this for? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it's just a wake-up call that, no, they're not going to help us out because they're, showing, they're seeing that we're surviving without it, even though some of us aren't and it's getting hard and harder. But they're seeing that we're surviving without it, so I don't think they will. They're going to keep prolonging this thing out and they're going to keep putting other shit in our face to kind of deter us from the fact that we ain't had a check since what March, May <laughs> smart. Yeah. Maybe March, May, something like you know that. What I'm saying something like that's damn near what half a more than half a year. But I'm just like, wow, other countries are getting stipends and like what feels like per diems and shit just because of what's going on. People are still not back to work full time, but they're not doing shit for us. I'm trying to see if I could find that meme. And somebody had posted that bitch the other day of what the other countries are making. I'm uh, making like, I don't know if it's a meme or a post or whatever, but the stimulus packages that other countries are making versus what the fuck we getting, which is nothing. Oh, nah. <laughs> Outside of the 12, I mean, because other countries, they can like. I've seen it a long, long time ago. Yeah, they were getting like like at least 2000 a month type shit. Yeah. And we were getting nothing. You know what I'm saying? Literally, we got 1200 for like a six-month period. Stupid, what the fuck bro. is that going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. It's crazy, man. So to we answer that go. question, um, I don't think so. My thing is I'm gonna I'm trying not to count that at all. Just if it hits, okay, you know, last time when it hit, I put a fence up around my house because I am essential and I do still, you know, I do still work and I am able to bring a check home. So the little money I did get, I put it towards the fence and you know, we got a, a new fence in our home. So yeah. So they're saying that Canada workers are getting one thousand four hundred thirty three dollars mm-hmm. a month. Per month, per month in Canada. Nigga, I know I should have moved to fucking Damn Canada, it, dog. Listen, Chappelle, when he said <laughs> uh, UK workers are getting 80% of their salary. Mm-hmm. Denmark workers, 75% of their salary. South Korea, 70, 70% of workers' salary. Yeah. Uh, Netherlands, 90% of their salary. And Canada, 2K per month. 
Australia 1K per month. Meanwhile, we're just getting this $1,200 for a fucking year. Where they're going to make us file and say crazy. we received it in tax that shit again in a couple months when taxes come around. So, yeah, that that's fucked up. I mean, it, again, it's, all I'm seeing right now, bro, is a wake-up call up that this so-called number one country in, in the we world is powerhouse. We not shit. We don't care about our people here. That's a fact. You know, we so busy to throw money at other countries when they go through things, you know, not saying we shouldn't. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. But we're here just struggling our ass away. They can't even take care of the people that's running this country, which is us. <laughs> that's a fact. Well, they can take care of the people that's running this country. Well, not, I mean, the people that's, that's literally carrying the country, you know, the ones that are putting the work in. Well, to this point, man, you know, uh, as we're getting into this, I guess, phase four, uh, this, this yeah. phase four of quarantine and all this fucking, this forced spike, you know, they're coming out with vaccines around like clockwork yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to uh, Pfizer, Moderna, um, and a couple other pharmaceutical companies who are on the edge of getting ready to, you know, dispense the um, vaccine out to the world. Mm-hmm. It comes to the question. <laughs> it's vaccine time, you know what I mean? You gonna take the vaccine? That's a big no for five hundred, Alex. Um, I don't. I wouldn't take it. I'm not waiting for no one trial to go by. I'm not taking it because, again, it's it's gonna sound like man, he's on some conspiracy shit. This is the fucking revelations, the last chapter of the Bible, which is one more form of the fucking mark of the beast. They because they're already talking about how they want to distribute it, which is in things inside your arm where you can get refills that are inside you already. With you know, it's already your signature is tied to it, which sounds some. Like some market of beach type shit, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, no, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of vaccines. The only reason I had them is because obviously I was too young to say yes or no when I was a kid. But my kids, they are vaccinated. But I was strate- strategic about it with my second child because um, I witnessed something take place with my son and how you know I feel the vaccines fucked him up. Yes, this is a COVID vaccine, which is different, which means it's still worse because you're trying to make one generic. Uh, solution to a problem that affects millions of people differently and i don't trust it just that simple i don't trust it not not because it's a vaccine um i guess well maybe it is part of the problem but i don't trust it for the fact that it's you know usually takes about 20 years in order to create a vaccine and they created this within like a nine month period that's kind of less than a year's period and that's kind of the part that's kind of like and nah i'm straight yeah um so me i agree with you Um, Mm -hmm. i'm a it's a pass for me um, yeah. but uh, I'm also kind of the same way as well with the flu uh, vaccine. I don't, I don't know if you took the flu vaccine. Never. Every time I seen somebody take the flu vaccine, they end up getting the flu, which Facts. is kind of weird, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, how do you feel about you know? I guess you know they're gonna make it they're gonna make it available to uh, essential workers first, mm-hmm. nurses and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel when they because they're gonna do it eventually? Yeah, you have kids that are young. Yeah. How do you feel about when they are going to make that decision that in order for you to, your kids to attend school, they have to yeah. take the vaccine? Kind of like with the measles mump thing, how yep. they did. How they're they, going to they, do that. I know. You're right. They're going to do it. And I think that it's going to work. It's going to go faster than the other ones did. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to take not long at all before they say, hey, starting now, because we don't, we're scared to make another pandemic, you know, pop off. We're going to make sure every child going forward has this. Um, I'm going to find whatever loophole it is. I actually read up on one. Damn, I wish I had. I should have. Are you saved talking it. about the one about legally declining? That one, yes. That don't 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 listen to that. Man. Well, either a, that way, was, it was a meme that went viral. Them, them shits ain't always true, bro. It's a note for me. So yes, um, <laughs> and if if it does happen during the time my kids have to, you know, supposedly have to take it for school, mm-hmm. we'll find a religious loophole. I'll say it here on the fucking air. I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm gonna find some loophole to not take it. I just don't trust it. I don't think it should be trusted. I've seen too many doctors and scientists 
that have put their opinion forward about how this is pretty much the next plan they have to kill us off, to control population. Mm-hmm. And not even just on the conspiracy theorists, but just on the fact that they don't have enough information to dish this out. They're rushing it, and we know why. Mainly because of the campaign that was going on, you know, promoting it and promoting the campaign along with that. Mm-hmm. Also, whoever can push something like this, that puts these uh some of these doctors at, you know, millionaires, you know what I mean? Because they can put off a side product, you know, hey, this is the vaccine B or whatever you want to call it or a sub product of it or just like, you know, just like Tylenol has its, you know, fake version, they're going to start doing that shit. Then you're going to have people just fucking turn the zombies out here. <laughs> I just don't see it. And I, I mean, if it's up to me, I say no. I, I, I can't rock with it. Yeah, I feel you. I pray that, it doesn't man. happen while I'm around or my kids would have to take it. I just don't see this going well for us. Yeah. I feel you on that, man. Well, sh- I mean, prayers out to everybody, man. I Facts. hope all y'all actually, I, I just want everybody to actually take the precautions necessary yeah, for yeah, everybody yeah. to get over it. I know everybody's thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. I can't be in the house. I'm this, this, and that, man. Nah, fuck that. The world yeah. can't tell me what to do. But it ain't about you. It's about how it affect the world and how it affect your yeah. spouse, your parents, your mm-hmm. children. That's really what this whole shit about quarantine and social distancing is about, is about what you could do in order to make sure the next person is safe. Exactly. But, you know, don't nobody want and to that is say the that soul. shit. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. That's the sole reason why I do take and my I don't precautions. Even, and I don't even live with nobody. So, yeah. and I still am doing what I got to do, you know, just yeah, in just case. just play your part in a sense. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, everyone does something, whether it's a grocery store, whether it's a gym, whatever it is, you do something to violate uh, social distancing in some form or the other. But, like, like you said, I do it for the sake of, I have two young children, one who is, you know, very susceptible to to shit like that mm-hmm. and you know at the time when it was popping up my mother was staying with me who's 60 plus you know what i mean my dad is 70 plus yeah. so just things like that like if i were to catch it if i haven't already then um maybe i would be able to deal with it because you know i would feel like i keep myself healthy enough to fight something like that you're probably a weak little bitch, bitch whatever <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm just saying like like who i can't fight for my daughter i can't fight for my son so i can't be that selfish to be like, well, I'll be straight. It ain't yeah. about me. You know what I mean? And I mean, and just to kind of give you a picture of how easy it is for people to catch. I mean, yeah, we have a mutual friend, and I, you don't know this, but uh, she told me behind the scenes came mm-hmm. up here to celebrate her birthday. Damn, you know what I mean? Because I was out posted out, you know what I mean? Chilling and all, in the, all, all the stuff in the streets. Got roasted. Next thing you know, she, she was like, "Damn, don't clown me." I was like, "What you talking about?" Mm-mm. I tested positive. I was like. Damn, that's Damn. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, I was like, hopefully nobody didn't know that you was with got it. He was like, yeah, me and my homegirl did. Oh, man. And the fucked up thing about it, you know what their profession is? A nurse and Nursing, a doctor. I was about to say, it had to be. It had to be. <laughs> a nurse Damn. and a doctor. So, I mean, that's just how easy it is. No matter what you know, you think you got everything under control. Shit. You get that shit. So, I mean. Well, hope she ain't sure give no nigga no ass that weekend because <laughs> they over there <clears throat> with the instant. <laughs> got that instant. Got that instant. <laughs> Am I losing weight? <laughs> But yeah, wait, man. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. so I mean, people out people out here, and it's just wait, easy wait, for people wait, to catch. Wait, wait. You know what I mean, man. Nah, it's facts. I mean, I see it. I mean, honestly, we had a case at work many different times. Um, well, you work in a warehouse, so I'm sure. Yeah, just, yeah. And they'll, they they're doing a lot better about coming to tell people when it happens, and they go catch camera and they say, okay, well, who's this person in contact with before right. we sent them home, and they send those people home as well. So they're pretty good about that, but. You just never know, man. Yep. And like, if it's something that is potentially airborne or partially airborne, which I'm pretty sure it is, that means everybody need to be fucking going home. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? So I don't know. Like, I had a, a coworker. Ha! Huh, it's funny. So I had a coworker hadn't been to work in a few days. So you know, asked another coworker, "Hey, where's such and such been?" Um, yeah, I think they said that they was um, it wasn't feeling good or something like that. So I followed up 
and they was like, oh yeah, I said I was uh had a what's the breathing shit? Asthma. Well, the, not I mean, yes, asthma, but what is it? Um, the symptom. Of course, it's called shortness of breath. Shortness of breath. Okay. So when they when she told the manager she had shortness of breath, of course, first thing is that's a main symptom. Go ahead and don't even come in. You know yeah. what I mean? So they was like, well, shit. Obviously, she ain't that sick because her and such and such who also said she had shortness of breath was at the club the next night. So I that was one of those self quarantine before the holidays, so you can get the holidays off. I'm like, y'all abusing the system, but what if? What yep. if y'all do got the shit and you, and you just slid off to the I'm club? Out, I'm outside. Well, you know I feel better now. Yeah, so. I feel better. It ain't about that. You know what I no, mean? It, ain't, it, it ain't, ain't about that. It ain't. But yeah, man. Shout out to um, all y'all, man. Make sure y'all stay yeah. safe. And please, please, please do what you got to do in order to be uh, cautious Thanks, out here. <laughs> all right. The world talks about that shit enough. I'm off of that shit. We are off of that shit for now. I mean, because mm-hmm. of course, until that shit go away, that shit going to always it's be It's always going to be the case. That's but, a, yeah. We do have a lot of shit that we got to talk catch up on, man. Yeah. You know, since the last time, you know, we kind of was here, we had the girls here, Angie and mm-hmm. Shayla. Shout out to y'all. Brains of Beauty Times 2. Times I mean, 2. Um, they came through on one of the main, well, not main, main topics, but one of the ending topics that we kind of discussed got flipped up on us. Which one? We talking about the verses, man. You know, oh, originally, yeah, originally yeah, it was yeah, verses, yeah. you know. Tip versus Jeezy. Yeah, we went but, in on hey, that. It was box it was box office pay per view watching viewing. So <laughs> you want to go ahead and give the background, get a story behind. Oh yeah. It? So I mean, long story short, well, I ain't gonna say long story short, <laughs> but anyway, at first, I mean, I know you'll correct me when I'm, if I come off here. At first, it seemed like the challenge was going to be, uh, well, bust the challenge. Ti was that not the first situation, more or less? No. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that was that, no. That never. That, that was a really a consideration for real. For real, it was oh, just well, a challenge. It was a, a challenge. challenge. So that kind of put the versus thing in the air. We already wanted Tip to be in the challenge. Everybody did. If no. If you wanted to want to go back, then it was first. It was fifty. It was Ti trying to yeah. fifty. Trying to um get fifty to do it, and fifty was like, nah, Facts. nigga, come work for me though, and I go ahead and pay, <laughs> pay for your shit. Asshole. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Ti was fishing for fifty. That didn't fly. So then Buster started fishing for Ti. That didn't fly, and Ti threw it out there like, "Hey, you know, if if I do it to anybody, it'll be you know everybody want to see me and Young being Young Jeezy." So you know, I guess no one thought Young Jeezy was gonna say something. Jeezy seemed like he was like, "Well, shit, nigga, what's up? Let's go." No, that's you saying it all wrong. Damn. Why? What, we, what we part talked about this last episode. I know, we and you always say that there was another part. In yeah, there. because what it was was J, G, that Swiss reached out to Jeezy and said Jeezy and Gucci. Jeezy yeah. had Jeezy was like he'll do it, but he only want to do it with one person. Okay, and that was Gucci. That was Gucci. And Gucci, but Gucci respectfully, respectfully declined. declined, and then Gucci then um, then Swiss yeah. got called him back and was like, "Well, what about Tip?" And he was yeah. like, "All right, that's my man, the Tip. We got a cool relationship. Mm-hmm. We'll do it." So that's how it came about. So okay, I still don't even know where the part was where Gucci was like, "Okay, I'll do it." He just so, up and changed and his mind. That's the thing, and that's the thing. And I meant to say this on the last episode, but I didn't say it because we was running out of time. Mm-hmm. We was running overtime and stuff. But I felt like once Jeezy came out with that interview and said that Gucci respectfully declined, yeah, Gucci was like, "You ain't finna play me like no hoe. Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm yeah. finna do this shit." That make a lot of sense. <laughs> that's that make a lot. That's how I feel. Or like you want to take it a step further? I think his wife got in his ear and was like. Get over that shit and just battle that man and, and get some pub. We need more money. Let's continue to be rich. Shout out to Keisha, man. Shout, Shout out, out to Keisha. Strong black woman next to your man, making keeping my dog rich as fuck. Either way it go, man. It's so <laughs> it was a legendary night. Facts, facts. Set Big stone. Facts. Everybody at a legendary spot. At a legendary spot. Everybody had. I think everybody kind of. Let's let's yeah. just let me go ahead and get your <laughs> thoughts on how you felt about when you first heard that it was actually going to be Gucci versus Jeezy. Uh okay, let's see. First thoughts. My heart literally started racing a little bit because I was excited. 
Like me and Watts both been around from the the So Icy era. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We from the So Icy era when that shit was a hit. And I want to and I want to make sure that a lot of people po- a lot of people make it clear because everybody be like. Jeezy put Gucci on with So Icy. No, no, no. Yeah. It's Gucci's song. Mm-hmm. Jeezy had a feature on it. Yeah. So please get it correct. Gucci put Jeezy on. Yeah. And Jeezy just kind of went off into his own thing. Yeah. But that was really the case. Yeah. It was, I, wasn't it not on both the albums, though? I think it was. No, it was on Gucci's album. And Jeezy tried to get it on his album. And that's kind of where they fell out apart. Okay. Because Gucci, because Jeezy couldn't get it on his album, I yeah. believe. That's kind of what it was. I remember where I was listening to that song for the first time. Tallahassee, Florida. But I remember I had old Dodge and Trap in 1999. I had 212s in the back. Sierra, that was her nickname because she had them goodies in that one two step. Terrible, bro. But, um, <laughs> but yes, anyway, and I used to play that so icy. I remember being in Orlando one weekend, me and my little brother Nate, I won't be on this long. We was going down to Icons, infamous Icons, and I was jamming the hell out of that so icy. I'm talking about bumping it, going up the. the the parking deck trying to get me a parking before before they started closing down yeah before that shit was a wrap and before they started bottle checking and all that <laughs> extra shit they was doing uh, I caught a flat tire on the way up the damn ramp and I was like fuck that I'm going to this club I'll call AAA after the club because I'm not doing this mm-hmm. shit right now but I'm just saying I remember when the song popped and where I was and how live it was back to the point I was excited to to see them do something again because that's the first thing they did in a positive light mm-hmm. since the beef that took place after that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah, I just remember being excited, hype as hell, wondering, of course, everyone start thinking, okay, where are they going to go musically with it? You know what I mean? Because mm. they both have some fucking hits. But I do instantly remember saying I'm a bigger fan of Gucci as a person, but when it comes to this music, Jeezy's going to win this. That was my mm. thoughts behind that. All right, so my initial thoughts when I first heard this shit was like, ain't no way possible they're going to do this shit in the same mm-hmm. room. That was initially my first thoughts. That is one of my thoughts, but it wasn't Ain't the first. Ain't no way possible they're going to do this <laughs> shit in the same room. So I was hyped. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, I was like, okay, this shit getting down. This shit this shit about to be real. Ain't no way possible they're going to do this shit in yeah. the same room. Next thing I know, I think maybe a day or two later, Gucci posted that video. Yeah. I coming running down the hill, random ass hill. We're yeah, like, that's funny from? as he working out. <laughs> <laughs> they, they was throwing shots. They was throwing shots back and forth on social media. I think yeah, trying to amp up. The... I think Jeezy kind of posted. No, Gucci had posted something. Posted something. It was first. really just Gucci throwing shots. Jeezy ain't really no. throw no shots. Gucci Jeezy threw one shot, but Gucci was posting some shit. It was like, yeah, I'm about to go ahead and know defrost snow cone. This, this, yeah, and that, yeah. fuck all that. And then Jeezy had made a post of some some yeah, it's real. And make sure you bring your um, make sure you bring your, uh, the real Gucci, not that clone. Because <laughs> you know the yeah, rumor yeah, about yeah. Gucci about coming out of jail that he yeah. it was a clone Gucci. And then you know they just kind of was like, hey, you know, we about to go ahead and defrost that snow cone over there. Yeah. Gucci came and running down yeah. the hill was like, you know, the, the verses is let, real, and we are gonna be in the same room. Hold on, let me, let me say, <laughs> that nigga said he came down. Hold on, let me see if I can find the clip first. You, if you, I'm gonna tell you what nigga said because that shit had me cracking the fuck up. He came down the hill. Breathing hard as hell, so you wondering what the hell he gonna say. You know what's it gonna be about hold this on, beef? On, oh, you found it already? No, I he, wasn't breathing, he wasn't breathing hard. I mean, the nigga, no homo. Gucci look good as fuck. Now, we bro. know that man. He on something else. That's why people be like that nigga a clone because that is not the Gucci we grew up with. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, go right here. <laughs> hey, check this out. For everybody who asking me, right? The verses is real. Me and Snow Cone will be in the same room. <laughs> but this is what I want to know, right? Is fashion a part of the verses? Cause I'm gonna have that shit on tomorrow. <laughs> and the button had the same fun ass shirt. And the dumbass head he had on the goddamn album cover, I ain't doing that. 
So what he, he was referring to is Jeezy's, you know, on the, on the promo promo round mm-hmm. uh, for Recession Two, and I guess you know his part of his album cover artwork is kind of like a nineteen fifties sixties kind of style or whatever. And, Shit look fucking weird yeah, as fuck. Yeah, it did look kind of weird. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's not, I mean, it, it is was kind of like a. It is easy now, but yeah, it was kind of like a Black Panther. Uh, what you call it? Huey painter, Newton Huey Newton painter's hat type shit. And the shirt was goofy, so Gucci was right on time with that shit. That shit was funny. He that said, "I'm gonna have that shit on." And buddy had that say, I ain't doing it. And it walked away from the camera. <laughs> so from then, man, the shit was hype. Like everybody was like, oh shit, this shit getting real. Mm-hmm. Gucci was throwing shots and stuff and he throwing the meme about when what um what Jeezy gonna say when um Gucci dropped the truth, you know, when yeah. the, the song about him killing his homeboy. Yeah. Gucci was thought his, Gucci was trolling like a motherfucker. Yeah. And then the then the word came out, hey, we about to do this shit. I think it might have been the day of. We're going to do this shit live mm-hmm. in Magic City. Yeah, yeah. Well, both of their careers broke out and all yeah. that stuff. And Which we're just like, oh, shit. They about to be in the same room yeah, together. Yeah. What the fuck? And if, you've been, and if you ever, you've been in Magic City, I know I've I been in Magic City. About. Whatever, man. You live in Magic City. If you've been in Magic City, everyone that's around the world, you know you know what the fuck Magic City is. If you're is. in the hip-hop industry, if you're yeah, you in know what black it is. culture, period, you know what Magic City is. It's the you know, number one strip club in Atlanta. You know what I mean? But what I'm getting at is the Although venue. Although I would say Blue Flame on um, but shit. Never mind. Go ahead. The most popular <laughs> strip club yeah. in Atlanta. Put it that way. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the venue is not that fucking big. So I'm already thinking about, okay, everyone's thinking Magic City is big-ass King of Diamonds type shit. I think they closed Honest, too. Oh. They did. They closed Honest. Wow. Yeah. I know. Anyways. <laughs> thinking about ass. In the middle of this podcast. Thinking about ass. But no, I'm just saying the venue was small, so I was already concerned about that as well. Like, damn, I done been in Magic a few times. It's tight in there, so I know they're not coming by themselves. They're going to have their own little entourages. I was more worried about the entourages popping off because that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, they said they was going to do it in Magic. I thought it was dope. I thought it was also dope that uh they had over a million followers before they even became on camera. Before they even came on camera. They weren't even in sight. Niggas knew it. Niggas knew this is This is definitely the biggest versus. Everybody, Facts. Everybody, the most anticipated, the most oh, exciting yeah. versus because everybody knows the yeah. background, the history. Go ahead and give a brief, uh, brief explanation again, Shit. just in case, for uh, those people that I don't I can know. remember. Long story short, I always say that. Long story short, so there Allegedly. was a, I don't even remember what the beef initially was about. All I know was there was a a hit out on Gucci from one allegedly of, allegedly okay let's throw that out there you're right allegedly a hit from Jeezy's uh, camp to Gucci to steal his chain and originally originally supposedly let's put it that way allegedly that yeah. this whole situation came about because of the So Icy song because yeah. Jeezy wanted the So Icy song on his album yeah. and Gucci wasn't giving it to him so yeah Gucci was known for that big ass snowman uh, not snowman I'm sorry that big ass uh. Snow cone. Snow cone chain back in the day that he used to wear, and he wore it everywhere. So back in that time, that was the thing you do to disrespect another rapper with Snatch's chain, Snatch's chain. That was the most disrespectful thing you could do in that industry. So there was supposedly a hit out uh, from Jeezy's camp, not sure if it's from him or whatever, to come back with Gucci's uh, chain. That attempt was made, and in the process, there was a life loss, which was a person that was close to Jeezy ended up being killed. So in self-defense, Gucci ended up killing the person that tried to take his chain and got off the case from with self defense, and that's been you know pretty much the story since. That okay, after that, since they made the assumption, you know, assumption, I guess you could say that that's what the hit was. They they, they couldn't come back from that, so yep. it was what it was. They stayed apart. They've never collabed again. And this it's been beef for the last how many years? Fifteen, 15 years. 20, Fifteen, twenty. 20. Yeah, Jesus cool. said fifteen. And no, Gucci said fifteen. Jesus said twenty. Yeah, Jesus said twenty. Gucci's like nah, fifteen. Like like he know. He I know that exactly shit. He how said, long. I know the date, nigga. He said fifteen. Yeah, I know how long it's been, nigga. Yeah. Shit. So yeah, 
obviously, and that's been the energy for them since. They both went on air many times up until that year as well, saying they could never do anything together because there was lives lost in that process. Too much and they, tension. Too much tension. They couldn't fix it. So, therefore, they would never do that. Everybody would love to see that again because who wouldn't see, want to see them make music together? They both rep Atlanta, both trap artists, yep. you know, and we love to see a story in that way because of all the losses that we've been taking in the hip-hop world with beef. So, that being said, yeah. So, we at the Versus, Magic City, a million viewers on Instagram Live, yeah. not even telling how many was on Apple TV, Apple yeah, Music, because exactly, I was exactly. watching through Apple Music. Um, and I was kind of peeping it through um, um, my phone. Yeah, for, um, YouTube has some, everything. Yeah. But so there was viewers all over, you know. I, I think they started maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Yep, late. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> but let, as you can see, you know, they kind of sep- kept them separated with the way that mm-hmm. Magic City Stage is set up. It's set up yeah. similar to an H. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of had two different chairs, one chair on one side of the H and another chair on the other side of the chair. And then they kind of had some stuff in the middle to kind of keep them separated. Yep. DJs in the back, um, set up for both sides and all that stuff. Um, so Jeezy, it looked like Jeezy was already there ahead of time. Okay. That's what it looked like from my, my, my perspective. And then probably about five or t- five or two minutes before they actually started by like maybe like nine o'clock or something mm-hmm. you see about 80 100 motherfuckers yeah, come in gucci, from one side yeah, yeah. come in with gucci bro all on, on the far right side yeah. bro and then you just see gucci just take the stage yep gucci got that bitch hype the say, whole time hey, smiling the whole and no, time and no homo but like my dog said he had that shit on that nigga had that gucci <laughs> trench coat that bitch was tough as hell i know people was clowning the trench coat but that nigga nah, was that clean shit was fire. They that nigga it. was clean gucci was, was clean as hell everybody knew it but they were just you know after my dog said the shit was 10 bands he had on which i'm sure it was um, they just had to find, you know how the, how the world works. They always want to find a negative in some shit, try yeah. to clown it. But that nigga shit was fresh. And I was happy to see that snowman didn't wear that goof-ass hat and shirt. But that <laughs> like, nigga looked terrible, though. <laughs> yeah, he did. But he tried to he tried to give you he a little try, bit of, uh, of that old, old school Jeezy. Yeah, you know what he looking was doing. Dressed like he was 1999 again. Oh, yeah. But the energy was there, man. Damn. The so, energy was there. I'm going to say the energy was there from Gucci. From Gucci, yeah, from the get, from the get from go, the get-go, from the, the intro, was there from the get show. Yeah, Gucci, the Gucci brought us in. Gucci came in and he st- he came on stage. He he made sure he was fresh. Made sure mm. check his check this line and all the <laughs> shows, check the shades and all the stuff. And if you notice, when Gucci came in, he had all the newer artists with him on his side. Yeah, had QC, had P from QC. He had the whole quality control okay. with him. But as you know. Gucci pretty much brought, brought up them on, yeah. all all of Atlanta. I ain't even yeah. just say facts, facts. I'm not even gonna just say QC. He pretty much brought yeah. all of Atlanta. Before Still he had went to jail for that him. last bit, he had started a lot of people's careers. Nicki Minaj, all of like Future, Wayne, Future, all yeah, them. all of that. Versus where Jeezy, and this kind of where it kind of gets into it a little bit later on. I kind of get to it later, but where it's Jeezy, where he came on, he tried to bring put on some people, but he never, mm-hmm. he still doesn't have those relationships anymore. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that Gucci ain't, ain't Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy ain't fucking as real as he say he is. Fact, but yeah. that's what that's what people say locally in here, but whatever. I don't have no problem with all of that, man. Jeezy, exactly. do your thing, bro. But Jeezy came in, and you could kind of see that Jeezy was like, he didn't want to really pay attention to Gucci because mm-hmm. Gucci was just sitting there looking at the nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. Standing like, there looking at him. Almost like, yeah, I'm here. Him, yeah. I'm here. Uh-huh. I'm here. And then Jeezy kind of you know peeped him, but he kind of kept his head yeah, down, yeah. didn't look at him the entire yeah. battle until that one part in the middle, and we'll get that in a second. But... Gucci started that shit off. But you got to remember this, and this is a point that Dante made, which I thought was pretty relevant. He was like, everybody was upset about Gucci saying what he said, but, you know, y'all need to give Gucci some respect for even being there because you got to remember, yeah, he's the one that had the hit put out on him and survived that. So then, yeah, he might have killed somebody in the process, but the whole thing started with somebody potentially from that camp trying to kill him. So therefore... Give him some, you know, some praise for actually showing up and not jumping on Jeezy out the gate. Because at the end of the day, 
I still could be dead, bro, because of the fact. shit that happened because of on y'all side. I agree, and that's kind of the reason why I fuck with Gucci. And I know mm-hmm. people kind of went back and forth about who run that first round, but no matter what, yeah, I got Gucci winning that that very first round because yeah, the first did. song he too. came out was round one. This is Gucci mm-hmm. Man versus G's. Yeah, and, that shit went and you start off, off out the Nick, gate with I that was shit. I was bumping like, that shit. I was, and like, I was like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> this the energy that I did not want to go on, but yeah, this yeah, is the yeah, energy yeah. that I need because this is the drama that I hey, needed. I'm going to tell you this. I had been up all day. So anyone know my life, I get up at 2.30 in the morning, damn near every day. I was up all day. And like I said, we anticipated to start at 8. It didn't start till 9. I was trying to sleep. But because this energy, like Wash just said, was there, I could not sleep. I had my eyes closed, bopping. I went to a whole other part of my room while the verses went on, trying to sleep, just say, I'll catch the highlights. No. That shit was live and had me up. I watched the entire fucking thing. Everybody, I, I don't know about you, but I was on edge because I'm like, bro, yeah. Gucci's not holding back. Like, not at you all. Thought, thought that, you know, maybe, well, let me, I ain't gonna say you thought, but people was kind of like, maybe they could come in civil, you know, be kind of cool with it, you know, just make it a good time yeah. and entertaining and stuff. But nah, Gucci Mm-mm. came out that bitch with some oh, real yeah. ass shit, with some real ass tension, shooting all the shots. All of them. Like, fuck <laughs> Jeezy on every ad lib. Yeah, he kept saying every <laughs> on time. every ad lib. And then he roast that nigga like, are you playing that old ass 05 <laughs> shit? Play some new shit. Which everybody know, Jeezy ain't really put out the newest of new, but his hits are fucking legendary, which means that's what he stuck to, his and fucking catalog. What, and that's what I want to kind of get to. I mean, we're not going to go into the entire yeah, verses yeah. and all that stuff, but the the energy that Gucci brought off rip from the beginning, mm-hmm. that gave Gucci an advantage. But yeah. Jeezy music, because Jeezy has those first two albums, The Trap or Die, yeah. The Thug yeah. Motivation yeah. 101, yeah. and 102 First Recession, mm-hmm. he has those songs that's going to win you 20 yeah. rounds. Facts. But the energy that he had. Yeah. Couldn't compete with what Gucci's Facts. energy was. Now nah, you're right. Until Gucci played the truth. Yeah, then that shit got dark. So when Gucci played <laughs> that the shit truth, got dark. I ain't gonna lie, my heart raced. I was like, shit, <laughs> shit, shit. Somebody about to slap somebody in this camp. And this is and Gucci was and I gotta give Jesus his props because he was prepared. He stayed, yeah, yeah. He was prepared. He knew that shit was coming. He knew yeah, that yeah. song was coming because he had the right dialogue. He had the right yeah. comeback. He had the right song on everything. Mm-hmm. So when when the truth is played, the first the song "The Truth" is basically a song about basically. Uh, Gucci saying his truth about what the fuck happened that event and you know him killing his home kill, killing Jeezy homeboy um, that came and robbed him and all that stuff allegedly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's what the truth is and the truth is like probably the most up disrespectful song that you could probably play at this moment in time I think yes. it was around maybe like song 11 or 12 or yeah, something like that mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you know they, the tension was dead everybody I'm pretty sure you mm-hmm. probably was like this on, at home mm-hmm. the song cut off and Gucci's still rapping, fuck Jesus. Yeah. I'm talking about he would not let that shit go. <laughs> yeah, nigga, we smoking on Pookie Lote tonight. Yep. Digging nigga out the dirt. Yep. Everybody then he said something about uh, bury your mama like you did your home. But I'm like, damn, Put him bro. in a box. Send him in like, a box. Damn, oh, you, my God. I ain't going to lie. As, as big of a fan as I am of Gucci, I was upset with him for going that far with it. I'm like, bro, you still talking about let that shit go. Like, you played yeah. the song because it was a hit. But, bro, leave that energy alone. But So, like, everybody on edge. Everybody's sitting there and everybody like, no, don't yeah. go there because it's about to go left. Because we were having so good of a go time. Left. Yeah. It's about to go left. And let me see if I can send find a response, man. Yeah, it was, I, it was a perfect response. Jeezy for president after that follow-up shit. It was like, the shitty, I mean, I can summarize, but yeah, find exactly what he said. But the energy he flipped it with was like perfecto, giving where that shit seemed like it was going to go. Yeah, it was a perfect response, man. And it, it like, damn, let me see if I can find the fucking clip. I got to find that clip. Because that'll yeah. be the... 
because he had the perfect response and he was prepared for it mm-hmm. um, when the truth came on. Uh, oh, yeah. I loved it. I think I got it. In the dirt. <laughs> I tell you what. There you go. Smoking on Pookie Low tonight. I tell you Terrible, what. bro. Mm-hmm. Terrible. But he had the perfect response, so we got to give it up to Jesus. Do this. Mm-hmm. Send some more. I'm going to send them the same way. Yeah. In a box back to you. Three kill. Terrible. Three oh, kill. Man, I tell you what, though. See, when I even called you and extended this invite, my nigga, I did it as a real man. It's been 20 motherfucking years. 15 talking, years. Okay, well, how many? You 15 still talking years. the same shit. You feel me? Still talking the same shit. Hey, man, you so got to take that. Let me talk, listen, my listen, nigga. Listen, let me talk. Listen, listen. Let me talk. I don't want to talk. I'm, I'm through talking. It's your turn nigga. to do the song. That's what right. That's do? right. That's right. Are we going to do some music? Or, or I'll tell you shit? what. I'll tell you what. My nigga, I'll tell you what. It go like this. When I extended the invitation, I did it as a real man. You feel me? Because I, said I told I, you straight off the dribble. I told you off the dribble, nigga, we can't do nothing if it ain't street. If I can't perform okay, the truth, we can't good. do it. It's all so good, okay, but let hey, me say man. my piece. Let me say but my Gucci piece. Can't, Jesus can't prepare it, though. Yeah. He can't prepare it. like this, bro. I extended my hand because I'm a real man. And the shit we came from in the street, dog, you seen it. We've been through it, dog. 20 years. 20 years. And when I said I wanted to do this shit for the culture, that's what I wanted to do, nigga. I brought you here to show you the world care about what the fuck we got going on because we are the culture. You feel me? Me and you, where we came from, what we been through, nigga. Us, me and you, all these kids out here doing what the fuck they do because they saw what went on with us, dog. So this shit ain't about me. This shit ain't about you. You feel what I'm saying? This shit by King Von. Mm-hmm. This shit by Dope B. This shit by Nipsey Hussle. This shit by motherfucking Pop Smoke, M3. And I'm real enough to do that, nigga, because one thing about it, two things for sure, sure. Three, three things for certain, nigga. I'm the, I'm the realest nigga. nigga in it. You already the track, know. The track that, man. It was a perfect response, bro. It was a perfect when response. When I tell you my heart started racing then. And I was like, all right, fuck. Yeah. Hey, After he, that, he thing. it was over. Like, it just took a straight dive down, and Gigi could, Gucci couldn't come back musically or nothing because everything he played after that was what we wanted to hear from Jeezy. I mean, I, I I will not. I will say this now. Once he got to those later rounds, Jeezy kind of fell off, and Gucci could have won musically, but at that moment right there, Jeezy had already yeah. took it, bro. Because you know one, the goes. message was perfect. The the, the response song. to the truth was perfect, and it just and then at the end when you know, and Gucci was saying, "Man, fuck that! It's the Gucci Man show." Yeah, Jeezy yeah. kind of handled himself. He handled himself like he should have, mm-hmm. respectfully. Gucci handled himself like, like he should have respected because that yeah, was yeah. a that was a take yeah. on his life. So he, yeah, he has every right to feel the way that he felt. And then for them to come together at the end and then do so icy together, man. It, oh yeah, it brought it together perfectly, bro. Yeah, because it almost didn't go like you if you heard the end part. The energy was still kind of off, but they both understood what it was bigger than them. And mm-hmm. even Gucci, I give it to him because he put his pride away for a second. Yeah. And I mean that's I, I got to give credit. I really think that was just him. Being with his wife and being able to put his pride away because he's had to do that a lot of times recently. But how he ended that shit, he was like, "Hey, um, you be gonna do this or we gonna end this shit like that?" You know what I'm saying? Like in other words, it will. Are we gonna do this one more time or we just gonna let that shit be what it is? Pretty much, he said, "This is our last time we gotta do it here. We gonna end it here. I'll leave where it is. I'll be gonna do it one last time." Let's do this shit. Everybody knew what he was talking about. Yeah, and I love how Gucci was just like, "Yeah, let's do it." Honestly, I wasn't sure to be. I I didn't know what he was talking about at first because I I, I I wasn't sure what it was. But yeah, we we I think we all kind of anticipated for us to come on, and they did it flawlessly, man. Got to got to give them their props, man. Both Gucci and Jeezy, bro. They handled it like man. 
And then afterwards, they had the after party at one of our old favorite yeah, clubs. Yeah, Compound, boy. That shit ain't shit now, but. <laughs> I ain't been in so long. I know it's different you know, they, ain't got that, they ain't got the dress code no more. They ain't got no dress codes yeah. no more, so it's pretty much a fucking free, free, free for all there. Damn, but all of that, all of Atlanta went out to Compound and all that stuff, and yeah. no mask in sight. Jesus said that he went out that bitch for 15 minutes. He said he ain't see no mask. He rolled the fuck I was about out. to say, I didn't think he was going to go at all. <laughs> but th- they both were there. They both were there. Oh, they didn't make it. Okay. But Jesus didn't stay for too long. Um, Gucci, I don't know how long Gucci did, but I will say this When Gucci was there Did you see that nigga security This no. nigga had a whole Fucking army with him <laughs> At that Damn. motherfucker Like Mm-mm. Excuse my language But people like He had his cars He had his mm-hmm. um, The Rolls Royce Bentley Or whatever it was mm-hmm. um, Truck And then he had um, Like security dudes With ARs And all that stuff Walking Damn. walking down nah. the street You know how traffic is In Atlanta mm-hmm. Walking down the street On the next to the car Like they wasn't playing He wasn't I gotta playing look up no game cause, Cause think about it, He's got his car shot out And everything before yeah. So the, all this shit real Like we be thinking It's just fucking verses On the song these motherfuckers really almost had their lives taken through this whole process. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like like Gucci just said, or like Jeezy said, rather, look at the people who did not make it out of that. We've seen the video of King Vaughn getting shot in the street. You know what I'm saying? You've seen the video of uh, uh, Nipsey getting shot by that dude that came back and popped him and did all the extra extra shit after he shot him. Like, that's real shit. These motherfuckers... Oh, hey, they moving different out here. Shit. Let me turn the volume down, man. Look at that, bro. That's his security, bro. A whole fucking army with his ass. Big boy, yep. Yeah, I'm not playing with you at all. That I'm not. Y'all ain't finna get, catch me slipping out this bit. Got the rolls, yep. <laughs> and it might be a decoy car. He exactly, something bro. else. He in a Prius, two cars back. Exactly, Shit. man. But shout out to Gucci, man. Shout out to Jeezy, man. Yeah. I, y'all made history that night. Um, and I think y'all kind of fulfilled everybody, especially yeah. in Atlanta, because Atlanta was... They were they were so happy the entire night. They mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been on this new app that kind of everybody's kind of been going crazy over. I haven't really been. I've been on it, but I don't see what the fuss about called? the club clubhouse. No. But they kind of was in it, you know, representing for Atlanta, East Atlanta. Yeah. And some people feel like that uh, Gucci won still because of, you know, him showing up and him doing what he did, keeping it as real as he did. And yeah. some people feel that Gucci, Jesus won. I don't care who it was, mm-hmm. but I think the yeah, culture I, won overall. I was about to say, I think Atlanta won. But col- the culture won overall, but Atlanta definitely yep. won. And I mean, because that beef right there was a top three, at least top five beef of all time. To see that one actually come to peace even if it is temporary i think they're good i don't think they're gonna be best friends or no shit nah, I, but i definitely I, think that they were able to say okay we can coexist and it ain't gotta be all that extra yeah shit. i don't think yeah I, I don't think the beef is over don't get me twisted. yeah yeah i feel you i just think you know they could keep it cordial Facts. do business if they need to but they ain't all they're gonna ever be buddies make music yeah and i all mean that good stuff. i would love that who wouldn't but i don't I, i'm sorry though and this is about to get to my next point <laughs> gucci could still make hits gucci could still make yeah, great yeah. music mm-hmm I'm sorry that song Jesus Recession Two, which is the album that Jesus dropped the following day. That shit trash. He does have that buy back buy black uh, song. I, thought, I was about to say that shit dope. That shit dope. Mm-hmm. That shit dope. And the video's dope. But the song, the album itself, nah. I'm yeah, straight. I listened to it. I was on only, only about I'm three straight. songs to that. Maybe not even three. Two two songs I can think of. That one I can't remember the other one. Yeah, I guess you're right. But that that shows the growth as well. You know what I'm saying? Does does it though? Because Gucci not really rapping about. I mean, is he? I mean, yeah. but Gucci still Gucci making Gucci music. Oh, that shit still fire. Maybe because we, I mean, I know a lot of times we become fans of things because we like their story. Like, we, I love Gucci's story. That's why I said I'm a bigger fan of Gucci because of his story and how he survived so much. Mm-hmm. And I actually read his book and realizing, like, then this nigga been in jail. Damn near more than he been out in the streets, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And to see him come through all of that, almost get killed, you know, go through all those drug addictions, the issues with his woman that we didn't even know existed because we didn't know who she was like that until after. And again. To, to become and Gucci, who he again, is. He became who he is, mm-hmm. but he also brought up 
so many yeah, other people. Yeah, exa- versus- that type part. Yep, and yeah. they have touched so many people who are doing so huge in in the rap game. I mean, we again, we can say the Migos, Future, uh, QC, uh, everybody. Shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, even dude, Justin Bieber, nigga. <laughs> I mean, everybody. You got to remember that man had a the hit with Mariah. Alive, nigga. He had a hit with Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit, but, but um, but yeah, Jeezy really hasn't had too many hits, right? Yeah, you're right. So, and that's honestly, it gets to the my point again. Like, and with verses, you got twenty songs. Yeah, if you in those those first like with fifty and those first twenty, you could you you he could handle those first twenty songs with yeah. hits. Mm-hmm. But once you get to that thirty range, that forty range, yeah, I don't know yeah. if he could compete. And although Gucci got more music, does he have better albums and more hits? The answer to me is no. More think hits. about it, he put out a lot of fucking mixtapes. I would say this: Does he have better music overall over that over Who? the duration of his career? Who better music? Yes, bigger music? No. Who? Oh, Gucci. Gucci. Yes. Over uh, the course of his career, better music. I can I can agree with bigger that. music. No, bigger, I can agree with that. I, no. I perfectly phrased. Yeah, and that's why I said like Jeezy's songs are just too important. I mean, my president is black, although he didn't play that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Bigger songs that did more for us. I remember, I can't think of only a handful of Gucci songs that I know, like, okay, I remember how I feel listening to this. I can listen to all, I can listen to I can listen to them, but I'm just saying, like, as far as the songs, I know that, okay, when you say Trap or Die, when you say, of course, I know. I'm just saying, bro. Yes, All Yellow Everything. When you you think about Jeezy's, you know, first two albums, I just think about actual moments that come to me. I think about, I thought I was Jeezy for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Listen oh to that God, shit. Not for real, but you know what I'm saying? You were just so into it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. To me, Man. Jeezy had more import, more music that was um, that stood out to me than Gucci. I guess. So, let's get into then, I guess we could go ahead and talk about versus a couple next verses that's coming up. That's just been announced maybe like a day or two ago. Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Team Keisha over here, baby. Because I had a crush on Ashanti, I'm gonna say Ashanti. I'm team Keisha over here, baby. I'm I think Keisha gonna win, but I think I prefer um, to see Ashanti. You talking about sight? You talking about yeah, physical yeah. stuff? Nah, That's all I got because I don't care about I'm, either the music I'm, enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I don't think Ashanti have enough hits to go 20 records, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Any other verses that we got going that you anticipate? Shit, I still want to see who the fuck Tip gonna go against. I don't think Tip gonna go against anybody. Some people say he can go against Wayne. I was like, ah. Ah, let's talk about yeah. that then. Since we talking about Wayne, let's, they're two of my top five favorite favorite rappers. So therefore, it would be something to say. Mm, okay, the people has canceled Wayne though. Are you still canceling? Oh no. yeah. Um, no. So no. let's get into new music then. Since we doing and brought up Brent, brought up Wayne now. Duh. As we as we know that just dropped. Nigga, this is your intro. Get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So. Terrible. I know what he's talking about. Terrible. But but, but I'm trying to think of my take on it because I don't I didn't I didn't like it that much. Uh, but that's what you put so, the intro with what, what it was. I'm first. about to. I know <laughs> what I'm saying I'm responding with the emotion of uh, I'm bored because highly anticipated. No ceilings three, right? Yeah. No ceilings three. Now most people could say no ceilings one was a top three Wayne mixtape, and I would agree totally. It's a top two for me. You know what I'm saying? But he made this No Ceilings 3, and I wasn't I wasn't there. Everyone also knows when Weezy makes a mixtape, they're usually better than his albums. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we anticipated this to be better than um, uh, fun- no, Funeral. Was, was Eminem or Funeral? No, last Funeral, album was, Funeral, um, right? his last album was The Call of Five. No, he had one, the one right after that. That was, that was Funeral. Maybe, I don't know. He had a Funeral. Mm-hmm. He did the Funeral um, right after that. And anyway, 
what I'm getting at is I wasn't really the first couple tracks. Now I can't even remember the name of the second song, but one of the songs he was going off, and I was like, okay, this nigga got his win back because he kind of spitting on this motherfucker. But he lost me when he started playing his kids, and not because I don't want to hear his kids, but because nigga, we know you wrote them songs for them kids. They talking about Wayne shit, you know what I'm saying? Big mm-hmm. blood and all of this stuff. They five and seven years old, not for real, but <laughs> they're young as fuck. And the shit they were talking about, I just was not into it. So when he started playing his son first, and then his uh. His daughter, so uh, her song, I was just like, okay, Wayne. I tried it. I even listened to it a second time, and it didn't grab me enough. I so. agree with you. The first two songs, maybe mm-hmm. was probably was, but it's been, well. First off, I'm gonna say this: Wayne could still rap. Facts. The songs was just not there. Um, yeah. Even the song that they had, the um, the BB King song with Drake. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of hyped behind that song and saying that song was so dope. That song was just meh. But the mixtape yeah. itself was just. Eh, I played it one time, and I'm not going back to it. <laughs> I hear you. I'm not going back to it, man. Not I, at all. I mean, <laughs> I've listened to it twice because I'm such a fan. I didn't want to just dismiss him so fast. And I know we have a short attention span now. But he but can still rap. Though. He can I still would, rap. Can and still the first rap. couple songs, I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. But then, you know how sometimes, like, he did uh, the Drake joint. the uh, Not the fucking God's Plan. What's the one? Um, the Laugh Now, Cry Later. I didn't think he killed that the way he could have. Uh-huh. Um, a couple songs that, you know, you'd be like, damn, this is the one right here where he can really murder that shit. Like, for example, when he did Doe. Uh, the ice cream when he murdered that shit and to me it was better than the fucking niggas song what's the shit called you know what I'm talking about Dope Dope Nuts name uh, the nigga that did the ice cream song on No Ceilings 1 on No Ceilings 1 I could find it for you but um, he murdered that shit to the point where sometimes Wayne's songs his his uh mixtape songs seem better than the artist songs itself mm-hmm. cause he goes the fuck off this wasn't one of those yeah. mixtapes. It wasn't at all, man. I mean, that's just. I mean, I know people are still on the fence about how Wayne and still haven't forgiven him about the Trump yeah. stuff. And there was a couple he songs. He said something about it. Yeah. I'm about to say there was a couple songs on there, but he was saying it in support, though. He was saying it in support that he fucked with Trump. I thought he was being funny, saying there was um, one that he said something some about money. Following Trump that's what about to say. He said like something. That. He did say one like that, but yeah. he also said something uh, one verse about there uh, where he was kind of support of Trump. But either way it goes, man. I know oh. people are on the fence behind Wayne, but uh, the dedication three, yeah, uh, not is that what it is? Not dedication no, three. Excuse no me, sentence. no sentence three. Um, just wasn't hit it for me. Yeah, I I'm get sorry. it. And again, like you said, I mean, most people base their opinion off of how they feel about somebody. But to me, I don't do that. Yeah. The music, like you said, just wasn't there. So I, I wasn't yeah. feeling it. All right, man. Well, so let's go ahead, go ahead and talk about some music that dropped. Um, I know it really wasn't too much that did drop um, over the past couple of weeks, even though it was kind of a lot. Okay. But um, did we talk about 2 Chainz um, album? 2 Chainz? We did not. We didn't talk about 2 Chainz album. 2 Chainz album, uh, So Help Me God. Mm-hmm. That is probably 2 Chainz's best work, to be honest with you, bro. It might be. If not his top best project, it's his second best project. That shit hard. That shit <laughs> fire as fuck. That shit hard, bro. And I love his approach. If you listen to what he said about it, like he even said... um. He expect everybody expected him to talk about you know the quarantine all this. He was like, no, we need some fun doing this shit too, and that's what this fucking album is. I'm having fun doing this shit. Quarantine thick with mulatto. That shit was fire. You know what I mean? He had a lot of shit on there. Like I listened to that bitch like three times. Worked out to it. Had a good ass time listening to it. <laughs> yeah. the, and we didn't we intro in this uh yeah we yeah. just intro to to my theme song that shit fire. A great area young and, nah, Ooh, mind, great area yeah. great area is definitely a top three on that damn album that shit fire that shit hard man so yeah. um also as well ti dropped his the libra album the libra um that was i don't know if that was before we left or not after we left but either way it goes that album it was I before think was dope. we just didn't talk about it yeah. i think it was dope too. i do too i mean it wasn't i mean i hate that we always got to try to compare we cannot this yeah. is a whole different life that happened between the I'm Serious is and the fucking um, I'm sorry I'm serious urban legend me. trap music 
to now. So you're not going to be able to compare that shit. And if he was talking about that shit, do you want to hear that? No. Yeah. So therefore, I liked the Libra for what it was, a growth album, and he still had hits. That one track, damn, what's the fuck the name of shit? Um, the one that's on, I think it's a single too. I might have to find the title. But yeah, I, I was a, I like that album too. Just give my perspective on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also as well, um, right after the verses, Gucci also dropped um, a mixtape. Um, pretty much just all the, all his old songs that he kind of just put it on Apple Music or whatever for streaming purposes. Oh, he did Trap do it. God, Trap God classics. Okay, you know what I mean he got all the you know the first days out, uh, Lemonade, oh, uh, Wasted Remix, um, both side both with Drake. Yeah, um, and it just lets you know about you know this nigga still making hits, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. he said he was going to. I thought he was just yeah. saying it to just you know say it, but he was like, after this, I'm gonna make it. Literally <laughs> drop dropped right after right after I'm the drop an album man. with all my hits, which I want to hear. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, the What's baby, it called? Because I need to go lock. It's called the Trap Guys Classics. Okay. I am, I am um, my only competition. Another shout out, Gucci, <laughs> Jeezy. <Yeah. laughs> um, also, as well, um, the baby dropped a little project. Um, my brother's keeper. Um, I believe it's his second studio album. Um, since you know, uh, you know, his brother passed not too earlier this year. Um, to violence as well. Um, so, uh, shout out to the baby man because his first album was Kurt, which is dedicated to his father. Now his second album is My Brother's Keeper, oh. which is dedicated to his fallen his fallen brother. Man, Dang. you know he been losing a lot of family members, mm-hmm. and I just want to send a quick prayer and shout out to him. Also, as well, uh, da, 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 da. my guy Saint John's the while the world has been uh, burning, um, twenty twenty. Um, give a shout out now. I know you don't know who that is, mm-hmm. but again, man. I do want you to go ahead and check that out. It's definitely a fire album. But one of the, and I do want to give a shout out to one of my homeboys, Jesse Boyce. Uh, Jesse Boyce II, he's a family rattler, man. He did a holiday little album. Okay. Um, it's like a smooth jazz album, man. And, and, um, just like two songs, man. But I got to give my guy a shout out, man. School of Architecture, one of my um, close classmates, man. And um, that boy, he was also a drum major for the rappers. Yes, he folk, was, yeah. And he does his thing, man. Um, and, but one of the albums that I'm kind of, um, on continuous rotation right now is Juicy J. The hustle the hustle continues. Straight? Bro, Juicy J Juicy J got better. You remember back yeah. in the day, Juicy mm-hmm. J, all you could he couldn't rap unless he had some stomping in yeah, the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. This song, this album. Shit, the, new, the new Juicy J is fire, period. This so. this this whole album will hard, bro. This all is right. kind of what I have it in rotation going going forward, bro. That's what I like about coming to podcast. I'd be forgetting about some people entirely. Like I completely forgot about Juicy J. Yeah. Juicy but J's I've still always that been a fan though. You know what I'm saying He's still that nigga And I know Dante Probably already got him In rotation as well So man Shout mm-hmm. out to Dante man Make sure you go listen to that But one of the Kind of the most I guess I don't want to say Most popular artists Yeah she is the most popular artist That dropped her debut album who, Which doesn't seem like It was her <laughs> debut album is Because she's been yeah. dropping A project every fucking Three months Is Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. She dropped her first Studio album Good News okay. And which she actually Gives a response to Tory Lanez You mm-hmm. want to hear a clip it? I heard the song Oh, you heard it? Yeah. You want to play a little bit? Yes, that shit was fire. <laughs> Let's go ahead and play it a little bit, man. Yeah, song. Mm. 
on the remix. Now here we are, 2028 months later, and we still ain't got no fucking justice for Breonna Taylor. Any nigga on that nigga's side is a clout chaser. A bitch who he fucking or a hoe that he paying. Uh. Imagine me. <laughs> Imagine me entertaining you fucking goofy ass niggas and you fucking goofy ass bitches. So this is basically a diss track, not only at Tory Lanez, but also at her former best friend, Kelsey, uh, who was also part of the incident. Um, I guess she was also in the car with them at the time of the shooting uh, that occurred at the time. So Damn. what's your thoughts about that, about the, about her song? The song was dope as fuck. I thought the bars were there. I thought uh, the response, because I mean, mind you, I had listened to the Tory album a couple times mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, man, shit, my dog telling his truth. And you almost felt like, damn, Tory, shit, man, I feel bad for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when she said all this shit, it was just like, arrow. Now it's just like, okay, where's the fucking truth? I hear one story, I hear one story, but I love that this album together, all together, period, just as song. a song. Just yeah. a song. The song, yeah, you're right. I, I thought it was just fire. I thought it was fun, funny. <laughs> so there's a third perspective out there. Would you like to hear it? Of course. The third the third party, which is the the former best friend, Kelsey, she wrote about this song back at Megan. She's not a rapper. Oh, man. Keep that in mind now. Keep that in mind. But let's go. All right. Yeah, yeah. Who I'm taking shots at? Bitch, I'm busting you. I'm talking to that same bitch that crashed that boat. I'm 42. It's a shame we're here today. Truth be told, it's cause of you. Couldn't control your little feelings. Look what dick is costing you. It was all good, yeah. About a week ago. Shout out Bobby Smarter, but this bitch is really cheap. If I was the one with the gun, you would've heard about a murder. Said her back was turned, but that girl don't really hurt. Never been a jealous friend, and the people really know it. If you would've kept it solid, then I would've been told it. See, I really thought I knew you, thought that you would keep it G. Talk gangsta bitch, I'm really from the street. Imagine lying to the DA saying I took some hush money. Put a muzzle on your friends, y'all acting like some crash dummies. Got my chain snatch? Damn, here you go lying. Be a list of you doing too much trying. Where I get this money from? Bitch, you knew I was a hustler. Way she dipped it to no one, shoulda knew I couldn't trust Protect black women, huh? But you still threats to me. Damn, I thought that you were solid, now the joke's on me. Damn, I ain't wanna have to do this, but you steady shooting shots. Dad said if I smoke, that a sex tape to drop. Was never supposed to be against each other, that's what y'all made it. I'ma still live it up, yeah, I know y'all really hate it. Fucking dick behind my back, who really on their knees? You an overachiever, all you do is succeed. Claiming you a pimp, huh? But you slipping on your Mac and are you lying to your label? Do they really know what happened? Who shot you? Cause you know it wasn't me. I was ten toes down whenever you had beef. It's a goddamn shame. All you had to do was clear your best friend name. All you had to do was keep it real and stay the same. But you switched up on me for the money and the fame. Who shot you? I thought a bitch from Bear County said something. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, damn. 
So of course, first thing is okay. Was that just a I want to be relevant track? Uh, second thing was okay. Was is it still saying what the fuck happened? No. Um, but damn, Meg, you out there sucking dick for money. Um, but then Meg said Tori was out there sucking dick on her diss track. <laughs> So all three of y'all out there sucking dick. Okay, that's all I got. From Basically, this. ain't no ain't ain't no conclusion to this story, Facts. man. It's just a, bu- a bunch of messy ass shit going on from Facts. three messy ass motherfuckers. Bro. That's really all this shit is. Facts. Entertainment, but it's entertainment for, uh, yeah. for the people, man. So, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, what, what's your thoughts on the old girl track? Though, let's give it. Let's I give thought it was uh, if she's not a rapper, then that was pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. And I mean, not saying oh she should be a rapper. It was good. She got her, her story told in one song. Please don't come out with an album, sweetie. Yeah, um, just don't do that, which she probably will, but please don't. <laughs> write your book. Do whatever else. Uh, get a couple interviews. Don't write an album. That that's song much, was fun, though. I like yeah, it. That's pretty much what it is. That's pretty much what she is. I mean, I don't think she's going to actually try start a music career. Who shot you? Hope, but whatever. You know, everybody getting famous these days, man. Yeah. So, uh, What you want to go ahead and get into? You want to try to get into some topics? I know you got a couple fan topics. You want to get into some shits? Um, uh, you want to kind of get into what's the, what's kind of been the hot thing going on right now? Uh, what the topic of the conversation going on? Good I question. do got something. I do got something for you that I kind of want to get your opinion on. Well, yeah, let's go with that. All right, let's, this is going to take a little minute, so be patient uh, to our audience. Go ahead and take it. Take a listen to uh, what we're about to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, take it in perspective. This is a. Uh, I guess this is another podcast um, host who kind of you know went viral over the past couple of weeks. Um, not even the past couple of weeks over the past week for versus for his response that he gave to a fan. Who was looking for some advice? Okay, <laughs> it's funny as hell now. So just listen, just listen to it. Is what I'm realizing. And ma'am, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I honestly want a six figure guy. Is what I'm realizing. And ma'am, and that's my point. You ladies all feel like listen. You ladies all feel like you're the exception to the rule. And then when someone like myself comes along and gives you a, a dose of reality, instead of just accepting it, it's like, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm special. You don't know any men on this level that are not your father, that aren't related to you. That means you don't know these men. You don't know where to go get them. You don't know what they want. But you're still saying, pick me. They don't want mid 30 year old baby mamas mm-hmm. are trying to be polite man but they don't want those can I ask you a question did you hear what I said yes why is that so okay go ahead go ahead um my from my point of view, I feel like I, I get what you're saying. They, they they do have better options, but also those better options are younger girls. Those younger girls don't necessarily are necessarily twenty year olds are not necessarily attracted to forty five year olds. Bullshit. I'm, Bullshit. Yeah, I'm fifty one, and I and I can't beat them off with a stick. Facts. That's another one on you lying. <laughs> no, younger women are always younger women are attracted to the older men. What are you talking about? So can you see me? Yes, I can. Okay. So do you feel like a woman like me? Uh-huh. What would you rank yourself on a scale oh, from one shit. to ten? Oh, you cannot please. use seven. Would I rate myself? Mm-hmm, just your face. Um, my face when I wake up, five, but when I put myself together, six. <laughs> oh shit. She okay. shot herself low. And how tall are you? Five ten. Five five. Oh. Dress size. I'm sorry? Your dress size. A three. Okay. So that makes you 
if you give yourself a five, that's average. Yeah. So average looking women tend not to get high earning men. Mm. They tend to get average men. Mm. So, um, did you, did you, I mean, <laughs> stop right there. Stop sorry, right there. I can't. Stop right there. Breathe and digest. Oh, shit. He going in. He like calmly though. You're 35 years old and you can look around and see the world. You don't tend to see higher earning men mm. with average looking women mm. off rip. If you do see them, they got them. They got their average looking woman when they were both really young and he built his way up. But a man earning the kind of money you're talking about does not go for an average looking woman. Mm. I mean, my body is not average. So, but your ma'am, you please don't make me say it. See how she's trying to put us up down, yeah. trying to make us up feel better. Nah, yeah. bro. You're right. Get yourself the facts. I really just wanted some advice. I love your you. Stuff. I'm giving you. I'm giving you advice, but you're not taking it. The <laughs> advice is, ma'am, ma'am, you're average looking at best. Yikes! I'm taking it in, but okay. But you're not accepting the fact mm-hmm. that okay. It's a but. He even said it's gonna always be a but. Average looking women. Average looking woman who's older. Average looking older woman with a 13 year old son. Mm-hmm. Average looking woman with a 13 year old son with a sketchy baby daddy. Mm. <laughs> this gets worse every time I say something. <laughs> now you're asking for a man who's in the top 10% of men. <laughs> you don't qualify for one. Shit. And you're making, I mean, I don't, I don't want to have to go there, but when you put in the, all these other factors, why can't you just get a man that's average, average guy? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like um, settling. She don't want to settle. Watch. In order to fully submit, I have to feel like he's in. Well, then you're gonna then you're gonna die alone. How about that? You, right, let me just cut to the chase, ma'am. Uh, you can feel like what you want to. <laughs> Damn. Feel like you die alone. Okay. Straight up. Because you think you're better than the men that you qualify for. Mm. And the only reason, honestly, ma'am, that I can see a woman like yourself good really thinking you deserve more is because you earn more because you uh, earn more money than okay. most people around you in North Carolina. But if your ass worked at the post office, you would not think so highly of your opportunities. Mm-hmm. I need to watch the whole thing. And that's the reality. We don't men don't care about your money. Not the kind of men that you want. We don't care about your money. Yeah, man. It ain't so, ours. We care about the fact. So, man, let's Ooh. let's get into it, bro. Okay, let's dissect that one. <laughs> Aaron, I love his honesty, his straightforwardness. It had a little rude flair to it, but that's just what comes with what he does. Mm-hmm. And he that's what comes with his age. You know what I mean? I'm getting a lot more blunt with my age. Mm-hmm. Like, by the day, I feel it. And I think he was 110% correct in the damn everything he said. I love that he first asked her, go ahead and tell me what you think yourself. I'm not going to just grade you off of what I see. So he did nobody can jump on there saying he's rating her. That's the grading or whatever, whatever they say when people give, you know, the numbers to, to ranking somebody. He asked her, she said that. So you already classified yourself as average, but the first thing you led with was what 
I'm sorry, but my man has to be six figures, blah, blah, blah. This goes back to, and Dante, if you're listening, <laughs> shouts out to my dog Dante, which is the question he always asks. And I always thought it was a, one of the dopest fucking questions to ask a woman. Mm-hmm. Sweetie, would you date yourself? Like, step outside yourself and, and look at what you're offering. Would you date yourself? You know what I mean? Just this, look what you're bringing to the table. Don't, don't say what you want. Look what you're bringing to the table and ask, would you date yourself? If you can, without using your pride, honestly say yes, then okay. But the honest truth is most of the time, women that have such high expectations don't bring nothing to the table for it. Now, let's put it in the perspective for her then. So, okay. let's say, uh, I mean, I, I watched, I kind of, I didn't watch that whole two-hour interview because it was like a two-hour interview. I think their portion with the old girl was maybe like six to seven minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but all she really, she didn't say, I mean, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I missed that part. But she didn't necessarily say um, that her mate needed to be attractive. She didn't. No, you're right. She, she just said that he needed to make six figures. So, mm-hmm. she's... She's a business owner, and mm-hmm. she says she makes six figures. Okay. So, in her perspective, she would date herself because she makes six figures. Okay. So. And again, maybe that that was me making the assumption that she went with, uh, she wants, because, okay, let me back it up. This just goes because one time too many, you can vouch and attest to this, we hear too much women with the extreme high expectation of six feet or better, mm-hmm. uh, in shape. God fearing, mm. great relationship mm. with his mother, never mm. been married, no kids, uh, six figures. Mm. Again, throw that in there. Damn, bro, you describing me over Here there, you bitch, go, nigga. <laughs> not light skin, not as black. <laughs> not actually, that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I mean, these all these things that they throw up there that are must. Okay, well, sweetie, let's match a couple of these up to what you got. Do you have children? Yes, I have two. So why mm. do you, why does mm. he, why does he not have to have? That them? is a point that she did bring up. He yeah. didn't need to have. He can't have children. He can't, so yeah, but you right. got a thirteen year old. Okay, so why can't why you can have mm. yours, but he can't bring them to the table because you don't want them all. Okay, mm. that's you're already coming in selfish, right? Mm. Okay, the money thing. If it matches, it matches. But most time, most let me not say most. I hate saying that. A lot of times, you're not bringing the six figures, but you want him to have it. Mm-hmm. Then you go with the whole well, a man's supposed to support. Blah 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 blah. He can still support without making six figures. Mm-hmm. Ask your boy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Ask your boy. But uh, that's another thing. Okay, the look, the six feet thing. Okay, what if he doesn't want a five foot, five or less? But mm-hmm. you're five two, but you want him to be six foot plus. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Like, you even make it a, a rule. He can't be shorter than blah, blah, blah. How many times have you heard that? A lot. Yeah. Uh, in shape. Sweetie, you don't work out. But I don't need to because my body naturally. You got all these requests, but a lot of them aren't being matched by how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. That's you're already coming into this thing selfish. Okay, you hit it on the head. No, bro. I'm just saying, and I can go down the list of all those things, but you, again, hey, that's just what I hear. I'm letting you cut, bro. You on your stuff curve right I now. Mean, go ahead. Without, with the exception of being married now and having children, you know, I used to be in that little group of people of, of, of the hot commodity crew. I mean, <laughs> I give it to you, no homo. You pretty much got everything a woman would want. They're still gonna find a reason to. That's a fact. To not right. That's a fact. They're still gonna find a reason to not whatever it is. <laughs> that's a fact that's a so, fact you hey you killed yeah. that one you killed that one bro. well just saying okay so that was in my perspective on that I, i'd love to go back and listen to the rest of his because he was he was killing that shit so i mean i guess i don't necessarily know exactly who the kevin samuels guy is but i guess he's giving dating advice on his uh, on his um show okay um there was another clip that kind of went viral re- recently but we ain't fit to get into that one right now you know the time constraints and all that stuff but mm-hmm. um he seemed like he had some interesting stuff to talk about um 
and it's just him by himself taking calls from different viewers and stuff, yeah. and just kind of giving their perspective and things on giving his perspective on things. Um, because I guess you know he's a successful black man who yeah. makes six figures. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, don't get it. Don't get me twisted. Don't get it twisted. He is a little condescending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hear that. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. People calling and listen yeah. to the show, but. What he the advice that he gave old girl was one hundred percent. I agree with. Mm-hmm. I can't. I really can't find any argument outside of maybe his tone. But he yeah, was trying yeah, to exactly. be. He was trying to he be was respectful. Trying. He was. It's just kind of you know his patience was running a little thin. But yeah, because he's tired of hearing it too, and he's older. So again, yeah. we know as men, you're you're a lot more blunt to women that you were than you were ten years ago. Yeah. I'm sure you just tell it how it is because you've earned that right in age and experience to say. I've experienced it, so you can't tell me otherwise. It's not even the uh, the fact that we earned that right. It's just the fact that we kind of realized that people are appreciative of more bluntness, of being yeah. appreciative of being Facts. told the truth up front versus mm-hmm. playing mind games and you know Facts. not necessarily. Ooh, we could take that to front. a whole so, other I mean, topic. That's right kind of what it is, bro. So we could take that. Somewhere. I think we have a topic on that already. You know, uh, we got yeah. a fan request. So if you we do. Go ahead and talk about that. So yeah, let me let me entertain a fan request since we're kind of on subject. I wasn't gonna go into this. I was gonna wait till next episode to just have like a fan request rundown of a whole bunch of shit. But we're on this subject, damn it to the T. So I kind of have to. Um. So damn, which part? Um. So let's answer this one. Um. Do we want to do the why do men chase but don't actually want or do we want to do the loyal but demand loyalty? Let's do that one. Actually, let's let's do that one. Let's do that one. Which one? Uh, we could do, uh, hold on. I mean, that's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same it thing. It could be, but this you could be. Ask it. Just ask okay. it. Let's go. So one, the first question I got when, uh, when we threw out the idea, hey, tell us what you want us to talk about. A uh, woman, uh, no name needed, asks, why do men chase women they don't actually want? And I mean, it can have so many meanings. And I mean, I really wish I could have gotten more information as far as what she meant by that. I'll, I'm gonna try to answer it from what I think she may have meant by. Let's it. go or, from what you think what you think yeah. it was, and then we'll just kind of give like the different perspective because there's different reasons for different guys. It yeah, really depends, yeah. to be honest with you. Gotcha. So, so um, let's just say, for example, you were dealing. Uh, the man was dealing with a woman uh, for whatever reason. They split, and he's chasing her down to get her back. But the ultimate thing he does, he doesn't want her ultimately as a, you know, wife or whatever, girlfriend, but mm-hmm. he, he is enjoying her. He mm-hmm. is, you know, they have something, obviously, but it's already been established maybe that there's nothing more than a physical or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But as she ends the situation, he still chases her down for to waste her time, I guess you could yep. say. Why? Um, the main word I use was chase. I don't think there's a man out there that doesn't enjoy the quote unquote chase when mm-hmm. it comes to going after a woman not necessarily literally chasing you or stalking or nothing like that but in the sense of I want attention from you and I, I, I'm a very persistent person this is a challenge I'm going to chase and go after it until I get it you know what I mean type thing mm-hmm. I almost think that's just the reason it's just nature in us you know what I'm saying yeah. hate to say the whole dog chase cat thing but you know something like that <laughs> dog chase cat. I know right <laughs> so with that being said I think it's just the fact of when a man knows he wants something, he really wants something, even if it's just physical, he's going to persistently go after it until he gets it or until there's something that ends it abruptly, whether yeah. it's a fucking <laughs> restraining order or a block <laughs> number or whatever it is that happens that says, okay, that's I must have went too far. I got to let that go. I got two responses for you. Okay. As men... To your point, like it's almost like the hunt and all the stuff. Men mm-hmm. love competition. Yeah. So men love to compete for something that they can't have. Mm-hmm. That's reason number one. 
Reason number two is for the same reason that a woman likes uh, likes her own picture on Instagram. <laughs> people like their own pictures. People like their own pictures on Instagram. I'm sure you've seen that. Enough. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm acting and I'm thinking about it's a few because they got to get. It's because that. they got to get their lights up and they got to get their yes. attention and they got to do it for their ego. The men are doing the chase for that ego yeah. to make that ego feel good. So they may chase after a woman just because you know I'm, you know she's attractive. You know I ain't really supposed to be chasing her right now because I have an old lady at home. Mm-hmm. But I want to just prove I can get her number. You know what I mean, just so I can feel better about myself and see I still got it. I understand. And that's a maturity aspect of things. Mm-hmm. As we get, as people get older, then you kind of realize maybe they don't need to do that anymore. But yeah, just keeping it one hundred percent honest, it's an yeah. ego chase. It's an ego thing. I, I actually couldn't agree more. That's perfectly put. You know, <laughs> it's an ego thing. It is. It is. And I mean, every man has one. I don't care how laid back, calm he is. Then I was gonna compare a couple people. Well, let's do it. I nah, got fact, we on, we For, from the cliffs of people, and this isn't a shot to Cliff, but you're, 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 you're laid back, chill to the cocky of a hef you know what i'm saying something uh-huh. like that at the end of the day we have egos and these egos need to be caressed yeah in some way some form some fashion we we need our egos stressed. and it's just not and it's just not us men it's just like yep. why women entertain guys in their dms that they're not even really interested in yeah, the same facts. way so it's the same thing this is um, true. it's just a, a human trait that mm-hmm. it's to get it's it, stupid it's and it's stupid. like i can damn near answer that one because you know i know they do it because they want to get that attention and then what do they do? They put him on the chase. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to compare it to my daughter. So my daughter's favorite mm-hmm. game right now is Daddy Chase Me. Okay. So right now, all I have to do is give her a, a Wait, little... Ava? Uh, Ava, Ava okay. sorry. My youngest daughter. She's one. Her favorite game is Daddy Chase Me. So all I have to do is see her smile, look at her, and, and do something. And she's going to start running and look back for me to chase her. It's just the nature of... It's fun. You know what I mean? So right. that's what women do. They want us to chase. So they can ask questions like this. Why do men continually continuously chase if they don't want you, but they they enjoy it, they need it, right. and obviously he's catching you every time. You might run and get free a couple times, but he's catching you because he, you know, you allow it. Well, no, well, I'm, I'm not gonna say that that far. I think it's more so of a you just have to improve your vetting process as a woman mm-hmm. it, to kind of filter out what because you know when a nigga is yeah. just chasing you just to yeah, yeah, be sure. fucking with you and you know when a nigga after you to actually get after you because when a nigga chase after you to be with you to try to yeah, be with you yeah, yeah. they're going to show you that text you're right so I mean if if you getting caught by somebody that does, that doesn't want you mm-hmm. it's because you want them yeah. and you're letting yourself get caught because you want that attention yeah so I mean so that's really all the, that's really what it comes down to I, um, I think we've all pretty much gotten involved with somebody too much than what we anticipated yeah, yeah. like we ain't really fuck with that person initially but you know what I mean are we fuck with somebody for too long and mm-hmm. in a situation that we shouldn't have been in in the yeah. first place so I mean I think we all kind of dealt with that at one point in life you know what I mean so nah I got you perfectly put like you, when you know you're gonna wife somebody you knew you was gonna wife that person yeah. for the show I think I, there's the saying out here that you know a woman knows that she's gonna smash a dude within the first five minutes of yeah, meeting yeah. them I do know that he's going to wife a chick probably within the first conversation or within the first five minutes of meeting them as well. So, if I mean, he's, if his mind is there and if yeah, that's what he's looking for, exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah, now that's pretty, pretty accurate. Like, I mean, I've heard many women tell me that, hey, I knew from when I seen you that night at such and such, this isn't even trying to be cocky, from the night at such and such <laughs> that I wanted to give you some pussy. <laughs> and I was like, well, damn. But, and I bet you at the same time, she knew that she wanted to smash you. But she knew she didn't want to be a be your man. Exactly. Be your man. Course, so, and that's the same course, thing for a man. So, I mean. Right, you're right. You're right. 
So uh, to my um, um, follower on that question, that answers that. If you have any follow-up questions for that, feel free I to ask them. I think she had a follow-up. Did she have a follow-up? Let's see. Is it, it I know you said it was other uh, other questions. I don't know if that would pertain to the same thing. But what was the other question that you said you kind of wanted to ask? Who, me or th- this person? No, you said it was another fan question. Oh, yeah. It was in the... It's in it the ballpark could, or nah? If you want it could ask be. It ask. could be. I'll ask. I'll ask. But I can't... Um, can I answer this? Maybe I can. Okay. Another question asked was, why are men who aren't loyal the first ones to demand loyalty? Now, I think this person asked that out of pain, obviously. I mean, you know? and, and it revolves right back to uh, yeah. that same conversation. Yeah, it's it does. It's all so about an ego thing. It's an ego thing. So, it's pretty much the same answer. Uh, so, you know, why are men aren't loyal the first ones to demand loyalty? It's just... Um, and let's keep it let's let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just go fall for men because women yeah. are out here just as disloyal yeah. as men are and still yeah. married and stuff as well. Yeah, we could talk about. Um, and that was that was a that was another person said this. They was like, uh, it was a more of a topic comment than it was a question. And it said, women don't cheat for no reason. Yeah, and but exactly, men yeah. don't cheat for no reason either. Facts. Let's keep it a buck. Well, black men <laughs> don't cheat for starters. One black men don't cheat. This Facts. Stuff. They don't <laughs> cheat. So let's start start with that. But women, you know. If they now cheat, black boys, <laughs> black boys, they might do a little infidelity yeah, here and there. I suppose, yeah. but the, and, I ain't, and ain't been a boy in a long time. So and everybody know. has their reasons for what they're doing, yes. whether it's because they're missing something mm-hmm. from their significant other, or whether it's because they're insecure themselves yeah. to bring that up to their yeah. significant other, and they just feel like they just need to get something off yeah. their chest with the yeah. other. But let's talk about it from a man's and woman's perspective. Uh, I know a woman's not necessarily here for us to talk about them, so please do not take us yeah. as we're trying to, you know, justify what women do and all that stuff because we don't know nothing, we, we nothing don't know. about a woman's mind yeah. but when a woman cheats it's more so of an emotional thing I think and I'm just mm-hmm. going to speak from my perspective when I've dealt with people that were in relationships when I shouldn't have dealt with them in, while they were in a relationship mm-hmm. they said that they're doing it one because they're not in love anymore or they're not feeling that emotional connection with their spouse anymore and they're about to end it are they trying yeah. to get out of it so or their dude don't eat booty and you do so no anyways <laughs> and so and that's kind of what they, that's kind of what their a woman's perspective from what I've heard no, I got from you. them saying um, versus whereas a man coming from a man's perspective mm-hmm. they might do it because they're not getting that emotional support from their right, spouse mm-hmm. at home or they might not be getting that physical contact that they need at home yeah. um, but I think for men it still is more so of a physical thing versus a woman being a more so emotional Always. thing and that's just my perspective yeah. I'm not a woman I don't know what women think um, so Please do not take me at my word, but that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, I think I think a lot of women would agree with that. I mean, it's pretty much been noted. I mean, I've had this conversation. I'm obviously you have as well with different mm-hmm. women. Even if it wasn't as deep, it was still somewhere on the surface, and they'll all say the same thing: How can you guys just fuck somebody and that be it? But there are women also out there that I know um, that can. That can just get their shit off and call it a fucking day and be back with theirs what, what is, like it's it? nothing. What is, uh, and that's the ones we be like, oh, you a whole nigga. You know what I'm saying? We say, excuse my language, we say stuff like, oh, you a whole dude. You and know that mean? comes to the respective of being uh, ego for their ego and being selfish. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you, I want to give her a nickname? Damn, I want to give her who? A nickname. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> you want to give her one or you? Have I want to give her a nickname so we can talk about. Oh, it okay. Depth, well, well, you I'm got to figure one. Okay, I'll, we'll, I'll figure it out. But um, but no, no, I'm gonna keep it a buck with this subject right here. It's a good point because I had this exact conversation with my wife. About four days ago. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that, you know, being married, because you can talk about things like this, and okay. it's not always... And that's a, another question I'm going to ask you in a second, but go ahead. Yeah, it's not always a red flag of cheat, 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 cheat. But what we came to uh, talk about was, okay, what a man and woman should do, whether in friendship, relationship, marriage, 
is they need to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that was something she asked me about. Um, I don't need to give the details of it, but I, I'll give the gist of it. Uh, messaging a, a random person on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Random. Don't know you from from Molly Mary. Mm-hmm. Why? That was pretty much a question. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I had to answer that question. <laughs> right. uh, the answer to that is no reason. I'm not looking for uh, no, no ass. I'm not... You know, looking for no such and such. It was just for pure entertainment, a quick ego stroke. Mm -hmm. Just a quick ego stroke. Yes, I could be told I'm handsome at home from time to time. Yes, people out and about might give me a compliment. But sometimes we just, we like to have our ego stroke, even Mm -hmm. if it's just the simplest messaging. Or somebody could be a great listener, a great Mm -hmm. listener, and you don't have that at home, maybe. You know what I mean? You don't have the outlet at home like you should. Therefore, someone else might be just that. So... And I'll pick it back off that a little bit. In my uh-huh. last relationship, uh, to be honest with you, that was probably probably something a conversation that came up as well. Uh, okay. Why did I message uh, such and such, sure. uh, whatever? And you know, my ex had uh, access to my phone. She went through was called a song message mm-hmm. that I probably shouldn't have. And I t- and I, now that you mention it, yeah. I probably didn't necessarily bring it up at the time, but because I wasn't getting that uh, yeah. uh, that affection at home or mm-hmm. um, somebody to just listen to me at home. Mm-hmm. That was most of That's an it. ego stroke. I didn't have any intentions of actually messing with that person or doing anything with that person. I was just ding, ding, ding. messaging that person just because you know they yeah. they responded and they they sent me a message and I responded back. And the follow up question to that from from wife was, "What do you consider cheating?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's an awesome question. That is an awesome question. Because everyone has a different perspective. What is the definition of cheating and or what do you consider cheating? Right. And I told her, you know, the definition, of course, is, you know, I guess something along the line of entertaining somebody else outside of your relationship, mm-hmm. whether it be marriage, friendship, whatever. You're entertaining them. Me, I'm like, no, I don't think that's cheating. Right. Um, I think cheating would be if you say something like that, dot, 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 with the sole intent of making it physical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, you have to add that aspect in there because I told her, okay, I know you're guilty of messaging somebody else that wasn't damn sure me. Right. But I never, you know, gave you hell about it. One, because I've, you know, done a lot in my past for me not to be like, okay, well, why are you doing this? But two, there's boundaries. There's limits. You hadn't crossed any. Mm-hmm. Am I comfortable with it? Nah. I, I mean, I, I'm not happy. Hey, message all the people you want to. But, can I live with her doing that? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, when the tables turn, you know, why? Right. You know, why do you do it? And I, I'm like, well, I'm glad we're asking this because now we need to set boundaries. And again, that goes back to the point. You have to set these boundaries. Now, sometimes people say, well, that's too many kind of questions. You don't ask those kind of questions when you're dating, when you're this. If you see somebody as potential and you think they could be more than just dating, you do ask these kind yep, of questions. That's a fact. That's a fact. You, you ask all of those crazy, dumb, long, in-depth questions like, Back in college, I remember when women used to ask me a ton of questions. Do you think you have kids? When, how early are you going to try to be married? What is your ideal such and such? I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Interview? But obviously, and they seen potential in me, but it wasn't reciprocated. I seen get these questions out the way so I can get them draws. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now being a whole man now, I see, okay, now I see why these questions are asked because I've asked them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In an adulthood. Like, okay, these are the questions I want to ask because I want to know you know, to make sure we're compatible in a sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad, you know, we touched on that topic because I, we can go into that, but I think we have the, the gist of it. So, I think we kind of get the gist of but that pretty much men and women both cheat mainly for yeah. the ego stroke or something like yeah. that. And, and it, mainly women. And kind of taking it more so, <laughs> yeah, because black men don't cheat. Facts, facts. And they kind of, you know, just take Shout it more so, more, uh, I guess, go over, over the borderline of that boundary than what they anticipated. But let's bring it back to... Let's kind of let's let's reverse it a little bit. I think you kind of hit it pretty much on the head, but I'm gonna just ask: 
what can we do as a society uh, once we're in involved in a relationship to identify we may have those thoughts of you know those ego thoughts to kind of make us be tempted to cheat mm-hmm. but what is a resolution that we're doing with our spouse so that we don't cheat Look, I think you kind of hit it right mm-hmm. on the head to be honest with you yeah. but let's take it let's, I, I, let's I do love that. that I love those questions I think the first thing you can do Damn, I feel like I done learned so much in my marriage in a short time. Yeah, because you just sound, it sounds like you learned a lot, nigga. And I have, but I mean, but you know what the fuck I've been through. <laughs> I know. <in> so you, <laughs> you, nobody, not many people know, but you know how many times I ran from this shit to finally, you know, accept it and, and love it and be happy with it. But um, to, to the point, ah, fuck, I lost my whole train of thought with that. The first thing you need to do is... um. I think we have to get more comfortable in having conversations with our partner. Mm-hmm. That's what I think I'm that's say. the problem. Yeah. Like where people are just rushing to get in relationships, mm-hmm. just to get in relationships, and still doesn't yeah. have that that comfort zone to speak to your spouse to mm-hmm. actually you know get to know your spouse, you know how to. they feel, and feel understand them. You got like, to. One advantage I had with mine, and I'll, I'll tell you all, was we um, we had a friendship first. Mm-hmm. She was the first woman I've had a, a friend before being physical so i hadn't we hadn't touched each other mind you i I moved physically fast with a lot of people in the past you're a whore anyways i moved on to the physical part of friendship very fast (laughs) in a lot of times and a lot of times you know once we get through physical it's like we almost don't look for the other stuff you know what i mean i don't know why but that's just sometimes the nature but with my wife we weren't physical right away so therefore we had a full out friendship She's the first person I hung out with. When we didn't really do the movies, but we went out to eat. We had lunch together, mm-hmm. and this is at a young age when you know going to lunch wasn't popular like it is now. Together, unless you was in fucking high school. I mean, she was bringing shit. you lunch though. Yeah, and vice versa. Or no, Bitch. we would go together. We both would. <laughs> we both would take a lunch Ain't at one o'clock. Nobody bring me no damn lunch. <laughs> she would come get me for lunch on my work on my break, or on break I would come get her from lunch. We yeah. would alternate days. But I'm just saying, like, we actually established a friendship, so I, I got to know her a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? First, before the physical, so when the physical came, everything wasn't based off of that. It wasn't, who's this woman? Like, I didn't know her. All I knew was we were had fun in the bed. You know what I mean? Right. But you're right, to the point where when they say communication is key, they don't just mean communicate things like where you're going and communicate how you're feeling. Communication is key, just period. Have conversation mm-hmm. because... If you think about it, a lot of times the, the little person you might be dealing with on a more physical level, you're doing a lot of communicating but with. I'm, and I want to make sure that the clarity is there, that okay. communication is not just having the conversation. Yeah. The communication is also listening oh, and understanding. Not, not just listening, mm-hmm. but understanding yeah. and building the comfort with your spouse. Yeah. If you don't have that comfort, because you could talk mm-hmm. to them all day, but if you don't have that comfort, you're not going to go ahead and get into that depth that, you know, I feel insecure about this and I yeah. don't like this, this and that. You're not going to communicate that if you're you not gotta, You got to be selfless in that. So, again, mm. these are things that I've gotten better at. Like, I tell her every time, like, okay, okay, I'm going to keep it above. I'm going to tell you the idea of what happened. We already kind of hit it on the head as far as messaging a random person on yep. Instagram. So, anyway, long story short, I was uh, sent pictures of the messaging. Oh, this nigga, I was about to say you got to see She had the receipts. News? Did you get the news? Oh, nah, nah. We ain't do all that. Nah, she sent did, a couple I pictures did. of... Um, My ex did catch a nude, but it wasn't... Oh, a, shit. But see, it wasn't a nude. <laughs> like, this person hasn't messaged me in like two, three years. But the last message she sent was a nude. A nude so and then, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the I fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, and, she, and the message that she sent was just a like, hey. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, man? I ain't talked to this girl yeah, in yeah. like two, three years, but whatever. No, no, no. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. To them, it was, was yesterday. All, yeah, it was yesterday. It was right. It was Shit, that happened to me months. too. I mean, Dante's always the middle of my problem, so I'm going to throw him in there again. This happened to me with a, a mutual friend of ours. I won't put her name out there because um, she may actually listen one day. 
to the podcast. But um, he sent me an email many years ago, literally about eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And it was a picture of me at this friend's house um, in pajamas. I had stayed the night. Yeah. And it wasn't even physical. It, and mind you, it was well before. Actually, it was more than eight, ten years ago. He sent me the picture eight, ten years ago about a friend in college. It was before we, I even knew who the fuck Monique was, my wife. So anyway, she's seen that in the email. I was like, who is this? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, this is one in college before I even knew you. You know right. what I mean? And two, this isn't even someone I'm, you know, I was sexually active, but he was just showing me like, dang, you should have had her this night. A friend of ours. Right, right, right. That, right. you know, we both think is pretty Wait, so hot. Dante threw you under the bus? Damn, Dante. Shit. Oh, this thing ain't shit. All right, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and get to the screenshot yeah, that you had. To the, the screenshot. screenshot. So the screenshot was the um other con- conversation that you had with the old girl. Yes, was the conversation and it was more or less um she asked me of course trying to think why the fuck I was going to tell the story of the screenshot. I guess it doesn't matter. Screenshot, she sent a picture of me. What is this? I know I'm not tripping. Why why are you even conversing with somebody randomly blah 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 blah. This is what it was. Probably so, I, need, I need to go back and delete my text message. Do it all fact, fuck down. This, that man, shit. Let me get my shit off so I can remember because <laughs> I'm losing the whole train right. of thought. But um, <laughs> then um, this is why I knew I had grew up because everyone knows in mail code article three section B two five it says deny deny deny. But no, I said you know what I'm grown. I no longer do that. I don't lie no more about my shit. I told her I said you know what I'm just gonna tell you some shit <laughs> and um. I hope, I mean, it might hurt your feelings, but I don't want to lie or make excuses anymore. So I'll just explain. So when you ask me for a response, I'll either have a reason or an excuse, and I don't want to give you an excuse anymore. So let me just answer it. So she was asking why. Didn't have a real reason. Don't know. I said, if you looked at that closely, the conversation lasts every bit of four minutes. And the truth of that was, there was no intent to do anything. There was no sexual talk. It was basic questions. Uh, She was putting a sexual video up. I think she was fishing. I know she was fishing. And I was trying to test it. Okay, let's see if this is what this girl is doing. Anyway, she put a picture up on her timeline, messing with her breasts, whatever. Nothing like too much, but then I messaged her like, why are you teasing like that or something like that? Anyway, she responds, um, well, you never been teased? I said, well, of course. I'm just, you know, saying, you know, I'm just I'm just asking. And I skipped right after that. Where you from? She was like, um, Texas or something like that. Oh, okay, you? I said, uh, Florida. She was like, uh, how is the weather? I'm like, I don't know. I don't live there. I just said I was from there. You know what I'm saying? Being stupid. Literally, like, two seconds later, hey, want to see my pussy for $10? Cash at me. Oh, <laughs> I say, oh, you hit me with a pop-up. She hit you with the OnlyFans She hit me with the OnlyFans. Oh. So I'm like, gotcha, bitch. So I knew what it was, but I was just seeing how long it would take to get there, and I stayed away from sex questions on purpose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, screenshotted that, put it in one of the fellas' chats just to flame her ass, and then... um. I wasn't in that chat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now you weren't actually, nah. Go ahead. Yeah, put it in one of the, in the fellas' chat to just say, hey, y'all, here go one right here trying to get me. So they was like, uh, you going to send it? I'm like, man, I'm not paying no fucking nudes. Anyway, two seconds later, I guess because I didn't respond fast enough, I got blocked. So I sent a screenshot of that showing, yeah, she blocked me. I guess she was just fishing for, you know, someone to you know pop, buy some pictures or videos. Didn't happen. Anyway, the wife seen that, the conversation there, and she got all upset about it. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, okay. Technically, I'm wrong for communicating with a random chick. Yes, yeah. but I said if you if you could just believe that I'm not lying when I say I was just trying to see this motherfucker was really on that, so I can throw her in the chat and say, okay, yeah, this shit real because we had just talked about this in the about chat. The OnlyFans yeah, we had just talked yeah. about that in one of our chats and seeing how girls be doing that shit. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, I'm going to admit first that I fucked up. My bad for that. That is me saying my bad for doing that. It still was, you know, it was disrespectful to you. Da 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 da. 
But I love that it happened because it sparked a conversation of boundaries, something we've never established in all the years of being together. What are our boundaries? What do we consider stepping outside of them in our relationships? What can we tolerate and not tolerate? That way I know, okay, obviously I knew that that wouldn't be cool for her, you know, to, to do, but I, sometimes we just need to set an actual boundary. Don't just assume, right? Mm -hmm. Just don't just assume because when I realized, okay, there was messaging going on on the other end. Okay. Obviously we don't got these boundaries set so we can message motherfuckers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, but I I will say that's dope that y'all had that conversation because that's what's needed. Um, I think that's the problem with a lot of our society that, they're not comfortable enough with their spouse to have that conversation. Yeah. They need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people are, you know, are advocates of going to therapy for that, which yeah. you, which I'm an advocate for it too. But to be honest with you, so much there could be yes, alleviated man. if you just have that if conversation have, and get that com- and get mm-hmm. comfortable with your spouse to so y'all can just talk. Man. Yep. And from there, we we've said so. I mean, we that that was a that was important. I'm glad it happened. I even told her I said not to sound like mean, but I'm glad that happened so we can get to this point of conversation. Like yeah. I told her. You know, something we need to do better is communicate and you need to communicate on a level that, you know, that's, I hate to say this, but a grown level because yeah. my wife's a texter. A text, 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 text. No, too, no, 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 me no. Me too. Stop calling I'm me. home. Stop calling me, Quan. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm three, four days at home. We have plenty of time to talk. Do not wait till I'm at work. Do not wait till I'm going to load my fucking messages up with some bullshit yeah. when we can talk. Yeah. And my thing is I want to talk because I need to see your expression. I need you I to see, see mine. You know, it needs to be a, a real thing. Yeah. And every time we talk, we both feel better. Yeah. But it's selfish of you to only want to text because you just want to get your shit off and then walk the fuck away. That's you slamming the door saying, eh. Nah, that's a fact though. That's a fact, yeah. man. So I want to send an applause to both of you, man. Because um, that, that takes a lot of grown energy yeah. that we need in this world right now, man. Yeah. So. Hold on one second. I want to go ahead and check something. Copy that. All right. Cool. We cool to go. Oh, uh, man. But let's go ahead and jump into sports real quick, man. We got a lot to talk about with sports, man. I mean, uh, you know, the NFL is going on right now. We don't really get care too much about it right now <laughs> because I still don't understand why they're playing football with COVID and stuff going on. Go but the NFL too. playoffs are kind of going on and kind of folding um, and taking place right now. Um, we do got the NCAA uh, playoffs. That's about a fold um, that's taking place right now. A lot of mm-hmm. um, conferences getting ready to play their conference championships. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. Also with the New Orleans Saints um, at nine and two, I believe that just kind of uh, locked up the NFC yeah. South uh, to win a playoff berth this earlier today. Um, Tampa Bay Bucks—they're kind of in that wild card spot, but they've been playing pretty bad over the past couple of weeks. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, of course, the Falcons <laughs> going Falcons. <laughs> Falcons going Falcons. They the, just lost to the Aints, right? Yeah, you the Giants it? and Giants and Eagles and all them—they trash. But for some reason, their division is like all at four and two right now. So the Eagles, the the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys could all get in the playoffs at like four and um, ten or something like that. But whatever. Um, let's go ahead and get into the NBA, man, because I know that's your realm. Um, before I get, if I get into football, you're gonna cut off on me, and you gonna, I'm gonna lose you for the next 15, <laughs> 20 minutes. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about the NBA real quick, man, because yeah. a lot of big things happen right now. Uh, you know, the off season, which really wasn't no off season, the shortest yeah. off season in, in sports history was seventy two days. Um, and I believe that the NBA is going to be starting back on the 22nd, which is mm-hmm. like less than a week um, preseason before they actually get into the regular season, which is going to start on Christmas Day. So, man, what you want, what you want them to get into with the uh, NBA I mean, right now? Like man. you said, there is a lot going on in the NBA. I guess we'll just go with some of the big deals that happened. Everyone knows right now they had to rush a lot of these trades to get ready because the season's about to start right now. Right after the draft. Let's go like, ahead and make a, 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 a fucking 
shout out to the draft class of Anthony Edwards, I believe it was, was the number one draft pick um, from the University of Georgia. Okay. He went to, I'm not even sure, the Tim- Timberwolves, I believe. Okay. Um, but, and then also, the, but the biggest highlight of the draft was, um, yeah, uh, what's the name? What's the name? La Margello, Marcello, <laughs> shit. Um, Lamelo, La Lamelo Ball, yeah. Lamelo Ball got drafted by uh, Charlotte Hornets, and then and then also the Charlotte Hornets signed Gordon Hayward, um, took him from Boston to sign with the Charlotte Hornets, man. Yeah, but but you know and Mello, then also yeah. Jello got signed to who? The Pistons got signed to one. Uh, uh, the Pistons uh, picked him up on a contract, one year non guaranteed contract, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. So man, shout, so. Out, shout out to the Ball brothers, man. They could have all three brothers in the NBA. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. And shout out to crazy ass Lavar. <laughs> yeah, because obviously everyone <laughs> talked about him and whatnot. But hey, one thing he did say that I thought was dope. He was like, you know, I could have easily spent millions of dollars on my own business, on real estate, what I was doing, but I spent those same millions in, in marketing my kids. And look what's happening. Yeah, man. So let's talk about some of the trades. Not necessarily, I guess it was trades and free agency moves that yeah. went down. Some of the biggest trade that kind of went down over the last couple last couple of days was Russell Westbrook going to uh, the Wizards in mm-hmm. D.C. And John Wall being yeah. traded to the Houston Rockets. Straight John trade. Wall and well, straight, pick. there was one first other player pick. that went. No, uh, one pick, other pick, pick, was just pick, a first pick, round pick. First round pick and a first round pick to the Houston Rockets. Yeah. So John Wall and right now James Harden. Yeah. They also got DeMarcus Cousins. They got Boogie. And they, and I think they're in pursuit of Kevin Love. Trying to get Kevin Love. Oh shit, they ain't doing shit still. But this, how do you think about that's going to match up? James um, Harden and I and think John they're going to do worse than. Westbrook and Harden and I'm a fan of John Wall but I don't know if John Wall has the he's not a, he's not Harden's friend like Westbrook was so Westbrook as much as he's a dog and I, I gotta have a ball he was able to drop his ego his pride to coexist with Harden I can't see that happening with Wall and I don't mm-hmm. see him being a off the ball kind of guy you know are they not I mean? the same two type like they're the same type of player for the yeah most part. that's what I'm saying and I don't think it'll work because there's no there's no chemistry there. At least you know Westbrook and, and Harden had some type of you know chemistry they can play uh, together because they are actual friends and they worked it out to where they can um, exist separately. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I guess that's what they're gonna have to do. Yeah, but Wall don't know that offense. Well, I guess Westbrook didn't either. But um, it'll be the same move. Well, I feel it'll like be a whole new offense. Didn't the coach get fired too? For Rockets? No, hell no. I think these, I think um, I think the coach quit. I think they coach quit for the Rockets. No, no, no. I don't think so. Um, either way it goes, but let's we'll go to DC yeah. then. So, how so, do you feel about Bradley Bill and ooh, Russell shit. Westbrook? Um, I think they could, I honestly think that that's probably of a more of a win. Yeah, for Wizards, right? For the Wizards, yeah, because yeah. I think they can coexist. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I just think what's uh, Bradley Bill is gonna get frustrated because Westbrook gonna think that's his team. Yeah, exactly. And Bradley Bill has already established himself as not just well. He's still just an All Star, but he's on the cusp of trying to be a, a star. He, I mean, because you know that's mean? still his team. I mean, Facts, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. He 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 has a more. He has a, a more consistent streak of being healthy mm-hmm. versus with John Wall, which they kind of was like you know, yeah. co team on players, whatever. But yeah. John Wall was gonna can't stay healthy. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I, I think Westbrook's a a better off scorer than uh, Wall was. So if he's mm. able to, if they're able to mm, give him, I don't him, know about that, bro. Wall can hoop. I mean, we ain't saying he can't. I just mean like overall. But he's also coming off of injuries too. So yeah, and they played since twenty eighteen, well, yeah. twenty nineteen, but. 2018, no, 2018, yeah, 2018. Shit, yeah. So I guess maybe because I haven't seen him in a while, out of sight, out of mind, that must be what's going on. But I still think Wizards came up better than the Hornet, than um, than the Rockets. I think it's gonna be a wash. You know who I think the winner is gonna be? The Houston Strip Club. <laughs> <laughs> Houston strip That's club. if James Harden stays stay there, man. Because yeah. 
I don't know. I think James Harden might try to get a trade, one. bro. He might pull like what Anthony Davis did for the um, Anthony Davis did and what um Pelicans, yeah. Yeah, with the Pelicans and what what's the name did for the um for the Grizzlies just sit out and until until mm-hmm. some somebody trade for somebody him. Trade, yeah. Cuz he demanded it, you yeah. know what I mean? And now that's been established the vibes already off inside the office, I would think. Yeah. But you still got to fucking work. Yeah, <laughs> you still got to come to work. So, one of the top headlines also this week was your boy Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. I don't know how you say that. That's name. probably right. That's I was what I was gonna try. I just leave it at Giannis. He gave praises. That was not not that poor, but he did give praises. So everyone knows Giannis is running on two back to back MVPs last year and this year. So he said, I mean, it don't matter who MVP. LeBron is the best. Still so, the best. It's still the best. So you know, gave praise are saying LeBron is you know still the best player. Yes, he got his MVPs, but he knows who the best player in the league is, and mm-hmm. that is. LeBron James and I'm not going the against king, that either. Nigga, the goat. This nigga. All right, the Shannon. Goat. All right, yes, all right, yeah, Shannon. The goat. You, you already said it right. You already said it right. You're the goat. <laughs> so, um, I guess we'll ask the question that everybody else is asking. Okay, what do you think that means? You think that's just a comment? Because he didn't give it in like native English language in an interview. It was just in. It was an interview in Greek. One of one yeah. of the Greece interviews that he did. Um, but the rumor is, let's, let's just mm-hmm. talk about it. The rumor is that he's trying, that they're trying mm-hmm. to set up for Giannis to join the Lakers um, at, and next year once he's become an official yeah. free agent. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. So, of course, everyone's thinking that was just one thing he's saying to show that, hey, I'm open, Braun Ford. If you are trying to make this happen, I can see that for the one reason, which is Giannis has already showed us and told us that, okay. It's well, let's cool. back it up first. All right. That's the That was the rumor. That was the rumor. Mm-hmm. Also, the rumor was that he wanted uh, Anthony Davis and yes. LeBron to go to Milwaukee. Well, I don't think he wanted them to. I think he was just no, he saying just, if he, they he, came, that would be dope. Like, he I put, don't, yeah, he put it out there that you know whoever the major yeah, free agent, Kevin Durant, LeBron, I would like for them like to come here. Yeah. I would like for them to come here. That was yeah. that was what was out there. Also, in the, I don't know if it was part of the. Let's same start off saying ain't nobody going to fucking Milwaukee. The Bucks ain't been popping since Jabbar was a fucking buck. Uh, and that's when he was Lou Alcindor. I don't, I don't know. Um, Ray Allen, Ray had, a Allen, Ray Ray Allen had, had a run too. I know that, but he, they wasn't popping. Ray Allen was just ain't one of the best bucks in history. Ain't nobody going to fucking Milwaukee. So I know he. I don't. I don't think. Let me say. I say. I know. I don't think he said that out of hey. I hope they would come because it couldn't happen. Everybody knows what what LeBron well, doing. It can't happen now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it can. But I'm just saying it wouldn't happen. I don't think they would do that. I think yeah. his main point there was. Hey, y'all, I don't care nothing about this. Being the best player in the league, I don't have the Melo syndrome. Yeah. The Carmelo, not Melo. Um, yeah. but the Carmelo syndrome where I have to be the best. And I da, have da, to be the star. I that. just need, I just ready to win now. Yeah. At this point, he's gotten his MVPs. He's got his defensive player of the year. He's been given his respect as one of the best in the league. He knows he's one of the best in the league. He just wants rings now, you know. And that's what happens when you mature. And that's what the fuck happened with AD. AD, yeah. hey, man, y'all know I'm doing my thing over here, but they couldn't make it out the fucking first round of playoffs. Got his ass to LA and instantly got a fucking ring. So yeah. and it's already proven that. Damn, I hate when you that. come with the goat, if I say when the you goat go, when get you, you them rings. When you go to Braun, the goat, the you goat. don't just get a ring; you get a check, nigga. The goat, yeah, yeah. A check that Anybody. man, Tristan AD, Thompson, all them. And that, that's what I was getting at with that contract that AD got from going. Now you went from making like 20, 20 mil to about to be about making forty six million a year. Over you know four year period the he got goat, the, nigga, the goat gonna get you the check ninety million dollar contract over four years I think that's how it goes yeah man so the rumor is now you know that he may be joining AD and Kate and King James in LA next um, year next year yeah. out the in free agency that's kind of the rumor mill right now yeah we'll see how the NBA starts off I think uh, the opening week opening night on Christmas Day uh, the Lakers are going to be playing the uh, Nuggets no they're going to be playing the Mavs yes um, that's so. Right. 
Uh, I'm not it, hype about that, but okay. I mean, it's, it's the NBA. We're gonna be happy because it's the NBA back, and we just gonna be watching sports all yeah. day at the house anyway. So that's what it all. They could have got a better match. They could have went ahead and threw them against the Clippers again. They throw the Clippers. The, they throw the Clippers for opening night. That's right, twenty second. Yeah, so, so Christmas is the Lakers, but twenty second is the Clippers. And I don't know what the fuck it is. Don't I don't know whatever. I know, know that the first day is the twenty second, but I don't know who's playing. So. so uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the other free agency signings. You know, Clippers, they didn't really make too many moves, but they nope. did sign Serge Ibaka. Yep. And they re-signed uh, Markeith Morris. Yeah. No, not Markeith. No, no. Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris. They re-signed Marcus Morris. And um, they lost. And they lost. Who did they? Oh, they lost. Who they lost? Fucking oh, they lost. Andre. What's my dog name again? They lost Harold to the Los Harold, Angeles yeah. Lakers. Yes. And the Los Angeles Lakers. They lost uh, Rajon Rondo. Fuck they yeah. lost Dwight Howard. JaVale uh, they McGee. They also lost JaVale McGee. They traded JaVale McGee. Yeah. Danny um, Green, Danny Green, um, um, and then they also gained. Yeah, they also gained uh, Harold from um, the Clippers. Teague. They also gained not Teague. I meant Schroeder. I'm sorry, <laughs> Dennis Schroeder from Schroeder, Indiana. Yeah. Um, that's nice. uh, sixth man of the year and okay, uh, sixth man of the year uh, runner up. And they also gained um, Wesley from the Milwaukee Bucks. Matthews, yeah, Matthew Matthews from Milwaukee Bucks. Resigned uh, Markeith Morris. Resigned. Um, Quinn Cook, KCP, resign KCP, they, and Andrew um, Davis. Did we sign Caruso? Yeah, we got Caruso. Oh, okay. back. David Caruso wasn't going nowhere. Right? Yeah, Caruso, Caruso. Now, out of all of those moves for the LA, which one? Let's just say one or two you wish didn't happen. Losses. Let's go with losses. I wish they didn't resign Jared Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> you wish, I wish they didn't? They, I, I wish they didn't resign Jared Dudley, but I know why they did it. It's for locker room morale. Oh, okay. That's well, what shit, well, I want another big, and there is rumor out there that they're saying that Paul. Oh, we also got Mark Gasol. Oh yeah, from Toronto. Mark, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. We also got Mark Mark Gasol from Toronto, which was big. But I do want us another big, mm-hmm. and I want another solid point guard. Okay. Um, of course, I know LeBron is point guard with Schroeder saying that he wants to be the starter, <laughs> which is not going to happen. Yeah, but he's going to be coming off. Him out, I mean, we know we re-signed Quinn Cook, so maybe that's going to be our third back point guard. But mm-hmm. I don't. I kind of want somebody. Somebody with more, more. You yeah, understand more season um, that can really, really hold it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think we. I think the Lakers are geared up, man. Not necessarily. Yeah. I'm not going to say repeat yet because I got to see how you know the chemistry is and mm-hmm. all that stuff because they're still coming back with a brand new team for the most part. Yeah, and this is the traveling. This isn't the bubble like right. they had to force it to happen and actually dive in. This is back to traveling and distractions and everything that yeah. keeps chemistry from happening. Yeah, so I got to see how that uh, and which I don't think is going to be a problem with um Harold um with Harold. Because he's part of Clutch Sports, yeah. which is up under LeBron, so he has a good relationship with yeah. LeBron. But I just, I, I just got to see how, I, how the team gels before I get a repeat. But I do have a good, strong feeling that we're going to be back in the conference finals. Any surprises you think as far as any teams that you think going to come in and, and do? I guess the Hawks. Hawks think they'll the be right? Hawks going to be all right, bro. Okay, the Hawks going to be all right. The Hawks made a lot of good, um, good moves this off season. Um, of course, they got Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a couple other people. They got Bogutson from um, Bogut something from uh, uh, the Kings. Uh, I think the Hawks is going to make a good move. I think the Hawks is going to make a good run. I think they might make a, a deep playoff run this season. Gotcha. That's what I'm putting down. Lakers. I mean, the Magic. Unfortunately, going to be the Magic. Where Dwight? <laughs> where, where Dwight go? Dwight went to the Sixers. The Sixers also going to be another good team. Dwight too. went to the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, I think, was, but that I think, was the move I, I, I wish didn't happen. I, 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 I think that move, I did want Dwight Howard to stay because he was initially did stay and mm-hmm. then he initially tweeted that he was resigning, yes. but then last minute he deleted the tweet and got traded. Um, I know, and <laughs> no, signed no, to the he, Scissors. He, he, he got re-signed. signed to the Scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't know, I, I think that, I, I feel like something with the Scissors is going to happen where somebody's about to leave. I, I don't know if it's going to be ben. a trade in the season or not, but either something's going to, something's going to throw over there. 
But the sisters, though, sisters made some good moves this offseason, too. Um, yeah. I do want to give a shout-out to that, man. So, okay. um, that's a quick rundown of the NBA, man, and everything. We're excited for the NBA to come back because, yes. you know, that's Anwar Sports. But facts, we, got, facts, we facts, cannot facts. let this podcast go by without talking about the event of the century. Tyson. Tyson Roy and Jones. Roy Jones. But I'm not talking about Tyson and Roy Jones. We talking about my guy, Nate Robinson, oh, and shit. Logan Paul. <laughs> this man here. Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> Nate Robinson. So, the most anticipated fight in a long fucking time. Um, Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. had some. Um, pro, uh, what do you call them again? What do you call the fights that come before? I'm losing preliminary. Preliminary, yeah, preliminary fights. And everyone knew that Nate Robinson was on that ticket. Basketball player, ex basketball player, and Logan Paul. Logan Paul, a YouTube star, Disney YouTube Channel star. All star, and all that stuff. Did you watch? Did you watch the fights? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You mean the prelims? All of them. No, just the just the Tyson fight. Okay, yeah. So I did watch that. I mean, I want to before you get started on right, that. You got I it. do want to sit here and say that the entire that all the prelims were great. More all of the prelims were great. Okay, um, I had got a link, uh-huh. <laughs> and I just kind of was watching it via the link. Uh, yeah. But all the prelims were great. Um, I don't know what it was. Maybe because the boxing ring was a smaller size, um, or maybe because it was shorter. It wasn't a full sixteen rounds. It was only eight rounds per per fight. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot more aggressive, and it was boxing like like how we used to see back in the day. But people getting at it, not all this jumping around, jumping, yeah. you know, waiting and being patient and all that stuff. But they were actually going at it. Okay. And all the prelims were great up until <laughs> Logan Paul and Nate Robinson Oof. got. And again, I didn't get to see the entire fight. I mean, it was no fight to see. Uh, I, I, but I, you got to take that one. So let's talk about my guy Nate Robinson. I was going for Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, low key, has been probably one of my top five NBA players over the past decade. Um, because one because of his heart, his yeah, will, he's and all so that stuff. Fun to and watch he's too. fun to watch when you're playing on the, on the court. So I was going for my dog. And he blocked Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going for my dog Nate, but he came out there. You know what I mean? He, and then as soon as he took off his shirt. Nate looked fat, and I've That's never what seen I heard. Nate. Look, I've never seen Nate look. If like you that. know, I mean, just to take you back, just a couple years ago, Nate was uh, trying out to get back into the league, and he was in tip-top shape. I mean, yeah, right after he injury, looked I like, I mean, he was in awesome shape, like a track star. You know how track stars be super cut, super ripped. Like he looked awesome. I seen some of his basketball footage. I'm like. Damn, that's Nate, and he was playing three on three. Yeah, uh, the, the Ice Cube League, the three on three basketball. Yeah. He was in awesome shape. So to see that caught me off guard. Like, whoa! What it the caught fuck me off happened? guard too because I've never seen Nate out yeah. of shape because he was always in shape even when he wasn't playing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it just caught me off guard. So I mean, Logan Paul came out. Whatever. I ain't really paid attention to Logan Paul. I don't really know too much about Logan Paul outside of that, him being a Vine star and blowing blowing up off of Vine. And this is. Low key, the reason why I hate the world because anybody <laughs> could just get famous off of Vine and shit and mm-hmm. whatever. But get your bread, nigga. Thanks. <laughs> um, so the fight start and l- there's a size difference. I think uh, Logan yeah. Paul is like six feet something. Like yeah. Nate Robinson maybe five eight seven. five seven. Yeah. And size difference and the reach difference. That's kind of the biggest thing that I kind of noticed off rip. So I'm like, okay, Nate can't necessarily be out here and let him use his reach as advantage, mm-hmm. which I get. Nate kind of bun rush him like mm-hmm. it's a street fight. Yeah. And I kind of understand probably why he was doing that because of the reach. Of to reach get fast. inside of his reach fast. But. <laughs> but you can't run inside somebody with your, with your head, head down, yeah, with your, your hands down. And it he was, was just, on oh, offense was mode and no defense mode. He was strictly much. on, I'm going to KO this dude, get up in on his face and, shit. and and knock him out. But I guess, hey, 
I don't know. He just looked like a Kevin Hart. It was just meme it was just terrible, man. Like my guy went in, no defense, straight offense. And Logan Paul, I mean, he it, not he, he. I'm not gonna say he's a boxing professional, but he yeah. takes it more obviously more seriously yeah, yeah. when David Robinson was taking it, and he was he just basically kind of just did his own thing. I think they were said that he only connected with eight punches, three of them bitches was knockouts and <laughs> was knockdowns. So I mean, shit. Yeah, obviously, he must man. be efficient then. Yeah, he was efficient <laughs> enough. So I mean, mm-hmm. shit. He swung, he hit, and then down goes for for the meme <laughs> for the for the meme of the month. <laughs> my favorite one, my favorite one was the the tweet from supposedly Nate Robinson saying, um, "Who won the fight? Uh, no, who 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 won the fight? I couldn't even watch. <laughs> it was terrible, <laughs> man. Was out of there. That's why, done, man. Nate, Nate, bro, man. Oh, man. I feel sorry for my nigga Nate and that. Afterwards, the interview had me rolling because he was like, uh, Logan Paul was like, yeah, you know, I want to take on my brother, which is his brother, Jake Paul, who's mm-hmm. also, Jake Paul is a more professional fighter. He actually had a couple fights under his belt. belt. Uh, so shout out to Jake Paul, and I'm about to get into that in a second. But uh, that you don't even know, exclusive news that just came through, <laughs> came through the wire. Okay. But um, Logan Paul, you know, said he started calling out Conor McGregor and all these oh, other yeah. people. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of yeah, here. But this motherfucker said, all right, and then after that, right now, we about to go ahead and drop my mitts tape. So it's about to go ahead and drop right now. So if you're online, make sure you go listen to my mitts tape. So he got music now. He dropped a mitts tape on the, uh, after knocking this nigga out. Damn. Next day, afterwards, the baby, you know, the rapper, the mm. baby, was, was hanging with this nigga. And talking about some damn Nate still knocked out on the floor and still sleeping and all his homeboys knocked down laid damn. out on the floor. This nigga woke up, put on Nate Robinson jersey and all that damn, shit. Bruh, Nate, you gonna troll, have to shoot troll. this nigga, Joe. <laughs> you gonna have to shit. shoot this nigga, dog. That he take the cake. Yeah, shit, man. He must have got some tips from damn Gucci on how to uh troll. <laughs> I'm like, bro. And that took a that took an L to the black community, man. That I mean, did. All the black it people did. was out here hurting, like, nah, fuck that. We can't yeah. go out here like that. I didn't even so, watch nothing because I was so upset about like, damn, not like that. And not Go ahead. So, exclusive late breaking news on the off fresh off the press. <laughs> we have somebody that's coming out here to try to redeem us. Redeem what? The black community. Oh shit! Who? Logan Paul's brother, who is actually you know like I said a little bit more experienced fighter, uh-huh. has challenged Floyd Mayweather. That's what yeah, that's what they were talking about. Okay. And Floyd Mayweather has accepted. Oh no, Floyd. <laughs> uh, I seen Floyd that. May, Floyd Mayweather has accepted and I believe it's going down in February twenty twenty one. For the Knicks. Tell me he's getting revenge for the Knicks. Yeah. February twentieth, twenty twenty one. Floyd Mayweather has announced that he will accept the fight against Logan Paul on February twenty twenty. Oh shit. Bro, we can't lose. <laughs> I know, <laughs> man. You know why I'm saying oh shit? Because I think Floyd, hey, just, just, just be the only, be undefeated, take the win. Don't put yourself in no situations. You're dumb rich. You don't need any more relevancy. Your name is fucking household. Don't do this shit because if you take this L, a lot of that, those 50 wins might not mean shit. Bruh, if this nigga take a L. Then them 50 L- wins is out the fucking window. Like, that's that's the worst part about gambling when you're so high up because oh my God. all that winning you just did goes out the window from that one oh loss. The way God. the world works, you take an L. Or you get knocked down or anything. You don't even have to lose. You get to knocked a, down to a and, YouTube star. and win by decision. You still lost, right? You know what I'm saying? In the world's eyes. Oh, my God. That's uh, why I'm like, don't do it, bro. But a part of me wants to say, teach this boy a lesson, need, too. We need you somebody to get a redemption Get it back. Him, we need somebody. We need some type Let of Nate come out and be a hype man. Steven Whatever Jackson, you got to do. Steven Jackson started tweeting like, fuck that. Nah, NBA players can't go out there like yeah, that. Yeah. I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> Damn. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> Well, there you have it. You heard it here first. You probably did hear it here first. 
shit, because it just popped off, like just happened. Oh my god, uh, that's that. I, I hope I hope nothing goes wrong. I know, man, because I was scared about that when but, he was over in Japan fighting the little Asian cat. I will sit here and say this, dog. When Nate fell and when Nate hit that canvas, dog, I mm-hmm. thought a nigga died. That's I what I heard. I still, you know died, what? Bro. I have still yet to watch it in real time oh speed. Oh my god, I thought a nigga died, and I was like, no, Nate, no. Damn, but damn. damn. The, the hey, the winner of the night. Hands down, though, Snoop Dogg. The commentating. Oh my God, his commentating was was, fucking amazing. It was hilarious. It was amazing. It was hilarious. Oh man, I wish I could have some quotables, but oh my goodness, I had so much fun just listening to Snoop. Snoop was so fucking hilarious, bro. Get out of there. Get out of there, Roy. Oh, Lord. (laughs) He's holding him. Get out of there. Shit. Oh man, I loved it. All right, so now we got to get to the main event, man. The main event Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson. 52, 54, something 54, like that. 51. Uh, 51, so let's yeah. go ahead. You watched that one, so let's go ahead and I'm going to let you go ahead and take it Yeah, off. so that fight I watched from beginning to end, um, I'm I'm a fan of both. If you're you from Florida, Pen- ain't he Pensacola? Pensacola? Pensacola's on Roy Jones Jr., pound for pound, Mr. Y'all Must Have Forgot. Y'all Must Have Forgot. One of the only rappers with an actual type, actually the only rapper with an actual with song. Yeah, and that shit was hard. No, no, the song was athlete, only only actually athlete with that right? actual good album. Okay, yeah, with the actual decent album, yeah. But um, challenge the motherfucking goat, the heaviest hitter of all fucking times, Mister Iron Mike Tyson. So, um, some people were saying Tyson looked hurt coming in, like his back was jacked up or something. We watched Tyson train. Old, <laughs> he oh, he fifty four. But my biggest thing was okay. Let me back it up some more. So Roy Jones' last fight was in twenty eighteen, just two years ago. Mike Tyson's fight. Last fight was 15 years ago. Actual fight. So, Mike Tyson had, you know, more training to do in my eyes, you know, my opinion. Roy Jones, you know, yeah, he two years away is still a long time. Let's keep in mind that Mike Tyson said he lost 100 pounds for this fight. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get at. But if you look at their bodies, Roy Jones literally did look like the great white fucking Damon Wayans (laughs) when he came out, belly hanging over. And Roy hasn't been in great shape in a while. Uh, Mike hasn't either. But Mike bounced back. When you look up Mike, you can see the age in his body, but he looked good for fucking 54. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now to the actual fight. Um, If you know the outcome, it went all the way to the end, to decision. Uh, eight rounds, two minutes per round. Yep, eight minutes, two minutes per round. If you know anything about professional boxing, they're usually three minutes. So that was the advantage, but they're fucking 50-something years old. Anybody fight three minutes straight. Yep. So it looked like in my eyes Tyson won that fight. I was rooting for Tyson. Tyson was going for the knockout motherfucking blow. He was trying to take Roy head off. But it looked like a damn charity bout a little bit because it was like a little playing. And Roy, oh my goodness, that nigga need to be a wrestler because he was holding Mike the whole fucking fight. Uh, yeah. He was holding that man the whole yeah. fight and then he would get a couple no-look jabs. One thing Roy was known for in his fight was being so quick that he could damn hit you without looking he did type a couple, shit. He did some dancing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he did. He did a little dancing, but... I mean, Tyson had better legs. And even Tyson said, like, I could, I can go longer. Like, I mean, I'm used to fight for three minutes. This is two. So, I actually, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not even mad at this. But Tyson was getting frustrated. And I think Roy was trying to get him frustrated enough to let his guard down so he could knock him out. But Tyson wasn't going for that. Tyson just kept trying to get his hits. But he was also trying not to be fucking held. Yeah. So, yeah, the fight was cool to see. At that age, they actually looked good. But if you're just watching the fight, it wasn't the most entertaining overall. I agree uh, to that point. Um, but I do disagree with the point about uh, them trying to go for the knockout. I think that um, from my perspective, I think they both were kind of just fighting just to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, just kind of make it entertaining enough to make it seem real. Of course, I do yeah. think that, you know, Mike doesn't have that 
he doesn't know how to go half. Not right? at all. No, 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 exactly. So Mike was going exactly. for that. He was going for those full-ass, hard-ass mm-hmm. punches, mm-hmm. but he wasn't going for those head shots mm-hmm. that he's normally yeah, used to. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, going yeah. for those uppercuts. Um, so from the beginning, of course, Mike was super aggressive, man. I think Roy caught Roy off guard. Roy was like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. this motherfucker's stronger than <laughs> I thought he was. Let me go ahead and start <laughs> wrapping this nigga up. Mm-hmm. But I also think that around that middle end rounds, that's when Roy kind of got into his tactician mode, was like, okay. I need to hold him up. Jab, jab, move. Yeah, yeah, and Roy's exactly. not to used to anybody hits. move to get yeah. his hits. And that's kind of where the draw aspect of it came in because yeah. the fight was announced as a draw. That makes sense, yeah. But Roy was getting into the I'm a jab, 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 move, get the fuck out of the way, uh-huh. wrap up, and then get my points in on the on the body shots mm-hmm. right here. And that's why I think that the the, the actual um draw aspect of it came in because Roy was Roy was getting his shots. He was mm-hmm. getting his points. But you just didn't see that aggressiveness, like yeah. how Mike was coming at yeah. him, because Mike was coming at him aggressive mm, the entire time, squaring up the entire time. I didn't time. see Mike hold him not one time. Yeah, like and on Mike, his own. Yeah, and Mike was, and that's what Mike is known for, you know, body shot, mm-hmm. body shot, uppercut, uppercut. But I did not see any of those uppercuts um, throughout this entire fight. Yeah. Um, but it was entertaining enough yeah. for me. I think a lot of people uh, who are just you know fight fans, they were looking for like a, a brawl. A, a, a yeah. brawl. Not even a brawl, but they were looking for an actual decision because, like you said, to your eye, you thought that Mike Tyson was more with that yeah. one because he was a lot more aggressive. But if you paid attention to yeah, the actual right, to this- technique, mm-hmm. Roy was doing what he was supposed to do, jab, jab, get the fuck back up, mm-hmm. tie him up, tap the body, get back out, tap, tap, tap. Yeah, and that's really all he was doing. Mayweather shit. Yeah. Hits, hits, defense, you know, hits, hits, defense, you know. So. And that's really all he was doing around that second, around yeah. that middle half, second half. Um, the entire time he was winded though. You yeah, he was. And he was. Ta- he was. He was winded by round one. Yeah, he was winded. <laughs> he was like, like, I can't keep y'all doing yeah. this shit. Yeah. I can't keep doing this shit. And one and thing Roy said, which you know, you got to give him respect for. He was like, "Hey man, everything they say, like you ever listen to anyone talk about fighting Mike? They all say let's the talk same about thing." You getting into the post interview, so let's oh, okay. get into the post interview. Yes. So the post interview, they're interviewing both of the part. The interview both Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Mm-hmm. They're interviewing Roy Jones, and, they, and Roy Jones was like, "Hey." Uh no, they they asked Roy Jones. Hey Roy Jones, yeah. you know, you know, this is a great fight. You know, yeah. we're thinking about doing a round two. Would you want to do it again? Yeah. And then that's when he went got into the uh, to what you were about to say. Yeah. Go ahead, say <laughs> what you was about to say. He said, um, did he say he'll do it again? No, no, no. See what you was about to oh, say. Oh no, no, no. He was like, you know, anything they say about Mike. He said, cause they asked, what do you think about a draw? Are you happy with the draw? He was like, man, I'm just happy I ain't get knocked out. He said, one thing is about Mike that everybody say when he hits you, it hurts everything. Like everything on me hurts. Like yep. when that man is hitting me. This shit hurts. That's why he was wrapping his ass yep. up. You know, and Mike, I thought, was going to be, you know, the old Mike. You know, I want him right now again. You know, whatever. Yep. He was just like, you know, it, we, it did what it was supposed to do. It was no, entertainment. No, no. Mike, was, Mike said he wanted it, no, he he did. Wanted it again. He said he wanted it again, but his energy was, hey, it served its purpose. It was yep. entertainment. That's what people wanted to see. Yep. And if they want to do it again, yeah, I'll do it again. Not and a then to, to, to what you were saying, when they had, what I was saying was, when they asked Roy, do you want to do this again? Mm-hmm. He emphasized again what you just said. Yeah. Nah, when was, he, he didn't yeah. say no. He uh, didn't say yes, nah, but he, he said, said Mike Tyson is exactly who the fuck Mike Tyson yeah, is. Exactly. He's known for hitting hard. And if you look at the entire interview, yeah. Roy is holding the fuck He's out holding his ribs. ribs. And, <laughs> and I bet like, you right now that man is he on his couch. Because the days that come after boxing, I mean, you all seen the the movies. Just think yeah. about Creed. Like the, the pain that you deal with after the math, he was getting Roy his ribs torn the fuck up. Again. Not at all. He might have said, he might have gave us some thought on air, but the reality is, fuck no, I'm 51. Yeah, Roy basically sold it when he was asked that question, as he should, you know, yeah. for the entertainment purposes. But Roy don't want that. Smoke. Not at all. Mike came out that bitch was like, "What about me, y'all? Yeah. Been, y'all, y'all, y'all always asking about me. What about my ass? What about my ass? He was just fighting two years ago. He was fighting two years exactly. ago. But what about my ass? Fifteen years. I was hurting ago. too. Shit. Nah, you weren't Mike because he was 
barely touching your ass. <laughs> Mike was eating all of that shit. For real though. But Mike, oh, yeah. and there was also rumor that Mike said that he smoked before the fight too. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> shit, he just damn. Podcast called Hot Boxing with that Mike Tyson. Mike, man, Mike, Mike is different, bro. That yeah, Mike, I loved I it. Think... Though. I, I mean, I loved it because I hadn't witnessed Mike Tyson, yeah. you know, do anything since the nineties. I was younger, but for I for the nostalgia, I, not even yeah. for the nostalgia, but I mean, it was two great, two yeah, greatest yeah, athletes yeah. of all times in their in, in their sports. Yeah, so. in their sport, can't say in their prime, nothing like that. But yeah, to see them, we have watched them both in their primes on different platforms, heavyweight and what is he, middle or lightweight? Middle, middleweight and heavyweight. Roy, he went, Roy went Roy, heavy. Roy went from middle to heavy. Okay, so we got to see them do their thing in their eras, because yeah. they are different eras, even though they're so close in age. Mike had just been doing it since he was fucking seventeen. Yeah. The nigga was a fucking champ at nineteen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they are the same age, but with Mike was more popping in the '90s. Roy picked up in the you know late, late '90s, 90s, early 2000s, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. So now it was still good to watch, man. I, I enjoyed that one. I would like to see it again, but like you said, I really don't think Roy want that. Roy don't want that smoke. But there has been rumors again that. You know, a lot of the older Joe Frazier, I think Joe Frazier, <laughs> all, all the um, fucking all them, all them, um, older bosses, they kind of come back yeah. out. They kind of want to jump into it. Well, you it see, now, so. Holyfield had a whole commercial. Yeah, he he actually he looked good, too. too. I don't think he want that Holyfield smoke. I don't think he want nah, that Holyfield smoke. Nah, I don't smoke. think so either, man. Holyfield looked like. And Lennox Lewis. Is it Lennox Lewis? Oh, something like that. It's but possible. But I know Holyfield, right. I've seen his, uh, a couple of videos of him. He still looks pretty good, too. Yeah. I don't think he want that smoke, but it's interesting enough, man. But, yeah. I mean, just want to give a shout out to two different legends, man. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. So. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. I mean, you got Man, any what? shows or anything that you kind of want to run down? Um, shit, no. Just come listen to our podcast. But no, nah, I haven't been watching any shows. Um, you know what? I still haven't finished Cobra Kai. I still got that oh, on pause. I got to finish and catch up on that. But um, I want to give a quick shout out. I mean, I ain't gonna really shout it out too much because I hated how the fucking um ending was. Uh, but uh, the undoing is uh something that everybody kind of been going crazy about on HBO. Also, Power Book 2 is coming back starting tonight, which is yeah. Sunday, the whatever the fuck the day is. I meant to say something about that, Power What's Book. Up? I've never, I haven't watched one episode, not one yet. I don't it's know. It's not like, bad. It's not it's, bad. I heard that, but it's like, I can't see it being as entertainment cause, as entertaining because Ghost ain't there, but I heard it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, bad. I might go back and binge it or something, but I don't know, ain't nothing like seeing Ghost and Power Pause if yeah, I need man. to. Anyways, man. So let's go ahead and run this thing down, man. We've been on a, a, a long time, yes. and I think this was a great episode, man. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, the listeners feel our thoughts <laughs> on this one, man. So let's go yeah. ahead and run it up. Yeah, don't doubt, man. Y'all know where y'all can find me personally on Instagram at Anwar W underscore 357. That's A N W A R W underscore 357. Facebook, it's just Anwar Williams. And um, that really it, Watts. Yeah, man. You already know where you can find me at, man. You can boy hit your boy Watts up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That is W A T T S number four. And you can hit up the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew on both Instagram and Twitter at L R Banner four seven. That is L R B A N T E R four seven. And the Locker Room Banner Podcast show on Facebook from the Locker Room mm-hmm. Banner Podcast crew. We, we out. out. Listen twice. Well, I mean, I'm... That part. <laughs>